everybody, and welcome back to Table Stories, The Bystanders. I am your space master, game master, host, Blue Jay. And uh, I know that it happened in between sessions, but I have officially killed Jay's character. So he's not going to be here today. It was a very loud, dramatic falling out that we both had. There was screaming. There was crying on Jay's part. And um, yeah, so that, that's, I'm kidding, of course. Jay's just feeling a little bad because of an ear infection and migraine. So please, please, please wish him <laughs> health and good luck. I love his picture that they chose. <laughs> it's the greatest. It's the best. Oh, I see you in chat. Hi, I definitely didn't kill your character. 100% not. <laughs> Um, but uh, we do have a lot of other beautiful souls here tonight, um, and I hope that you've all been having an okay week. How's it been going? I saw that you were playing that new uh, space game. What's it called? Journey to a Savage Planet, Cletus? Yeah, I played for a little bit with Gassy. It was pretty cool. Pretty yeah? cool game. I will not lie. I loved it. I only played it single player. How was the experience multiplayer? Um, pretty much the same as single player. You just have to work together. And there's a small glitch in the game right now where if like you're the second player and the first player like jumps to a spot. And if you jump where they're jumping, they're still there for a split second after they've moved. Mm. So it's like a block. So sometimes oh. you'll jump and then fall off the edges. Oh, no. Uh, that's something I think they need to work on. But other than that, it's awesome. It's such a blast to run around with a friend. Yeah, I really enjoy games like that where you have like a kind of um, what would ordinarily be a single player uh, space RPG and all of a sudden you can have like a buddy in it. Like I always wish that games like Skyrim would allow more mm -hmm. of that because so so often like we're talking about it with our friends all the time anyway. Did anyone else have the opportunity to try a, a cool new game this week? Any more Journey to a Savage Planet? Do you draw any cool space stuff, Sagittarius? Oh yeah, I'm working on my new Zodiac Space Babes. So <gasps> That's amazing. I'm working on Aquarius. I'm really excited. How have I not seen this already? Oh my God. I haven't told anyone out of fear <gasps> that I won't actually do it. Well, now you did. So, so. <laughs> now we're like, we're, we're catching okay, up. Okay, you can, you can stop after whenever you like, but if you don't do Sagittarius, I will be so upset because that's me, Sagittarius, of well, course. Well, I'm in order, so I, I have to at least stick through most of the year then. I guess so. Oh no, we might never see Sagittarius. <laughs> it's gonna happen. Um, well, uh, what about, uh, have you been playing mostly Siege, Todd? Uh, Starbuck or? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's always my go-to. Every every time I don't know what to play, I go to Siege. I've been playing God of War though, which is really, nice. really fun. That's a beautiful game. I'm really Didn't that, that win? game of the year am i remembering that correctly i'm pretty sure people love that game there's definitely a cult following i'm pretty sure it won awards um very and you've been enjoying it yeah oh yeah a lot more than i kind of anticipated it kind of i found a horrible i found a horrible addiction for legends of runeterra i'm horribly addicted right now I'm i think playing i saw like you 10, playing 10 15 it hours of it i'm oh playing like God. 10 15 hours of it a day i'm just like quit i need to stop <laughs> <laughs> and it's so cool they did such a good job with the leveling up of the heroes that's amazing that's what kind of game is legends of runeterra it literally is the card game for league of legends 
Oh shit, okay. Yeah, nice. so like all the heroes from League of Legends, whenever they like are on the field, they have a chance to level up and then they become like powerful and have their ulties. Oh, nice. that's so cool. Really I just want to make a Teemo deck. You just like- Teemo is so broken because you can like fill their deck with mushrooms and every time they draw a card, <laughs> mushrooms explode everywhere. Yeah, you just poison them to death and it's like people get so mad. Okay, it's right. It's a really Writing good game. Notes about being poisoned to death. Got it. Got it. <laughs> Could you say that Timo? Sagi likes poisoning people. <laughs> what are you saying, Sir Mike? Could you could you say that Timo is a fun guy? Oh, hey. oh get out of here! So get out of here! Now Cubit is also dead. Uh, oh, I like it. Out of here. I thought it was great. Actually, the person that came closest to dying last session was our brand new captain, Amara Day. Um, so let's, that was a great transition on my part. I'm just going to compliment <laughs> myself from there. So um, let, <laughs> let's uh, do a short little recap. Last session, the party was woken up in their uh, hijacked quarters in the city of Tiver. Um, woken up rather early and told that they needed to get outside. After some uh, juggling about whether breakfast was going to happen, um, most of the uh, crew made it outside where we realized that instead of having to go find the ambassador, the amb ambassador uh, had come to them. So they uh, attempted attempted negotiations, which I have to say, Cletus did a marvelous job. Um, very uh, good with people, as you would expect from a bartender. But unfortunately, the PCs stepped away from the NPCs for just long enough for me, the evil game master, to make a firefight happen. Um, and at the end of the last session, after Amara Day had somehow manifested from her mind this amazing matte black full covered armor um, and jumped out into the fray after Uskrar had completely blown apart this man. Like I, I am not exaggerating. Uskrar did about four times this guy's hit points and damage to him. Jesus. It was a lot. You guys absolutely took care handily took care of the um Jorhildian embassy staff as it were um only two of them are remaining and the ambassador themselves i believe amara and cubit had uh successfully gotten chandra the ambassador's daughter from her father's clutches when we ended the episode so we have separated Chandra, she's a few steps backward from her father who is attempting to pull her into this ATV. He is still standing near the ATV. Amara has ducked back behind the um, cover, the, why am I think, not thinking of the word for the barricade? Amara has stepped back behind the barricade to be healed with the help of Gelpi and Cletus. Um, and we have standing out in the open, uh, Racket, Cubit, Uskrar and two remaining members of the ambassador's staff as well as I believe two snipers standing in the windows um, as part of Racket's gang kind of trying to cover um, and let's for a moment just step away from the actual mechanics of the fight because 
you as a crew have pretty much some, taken it in hand. You've got the numbers advantage and Uskar is holding his massive rifle pointed at the two remaining Jorhildian embassy staff. So they're taken care of. They're threatened enough that they're dropping their weapons and holding their hands up. And both you, Cubit, um, and uh, Chandra, Amara, you had stepped back, correct? Yeah, I was getting healed by Gilda. So right now, standing with Chandra is just Cubit, is that correct? I, I think, think so. Racket is close Racket, by. correct. Um, so you're standing with the ambassador's daughter. Um, the ambassador has his back to the open door of the ATV that he was attempting to get his daughter in. And as we kind of zoom back in on the on the action and rejoin the episode, everyone close enough to the car can hear and see the beep of an alert on the compad within the vehicle. And the ambassador turns his head a tiny bit backwards to see this alert going off and then turns from you, Cubit, and attempts to get into the vehicle. What do you do? Oh boy. Uh, so we're not in combat, we're just... Well, there's no threat that the rest of the Jorhildian staff, they've dropped their weapons, they're not going to be firing at you, the other four are dead, so mm-hmm. you're not in threat of being shot at, but you're the only one who's really in range to kind of take action as to, like, if you wanted to intercept this happening otherwise he's going to just like go in the vehicle and figure out whatever this alert is by himself i was just you know kind of balls in your court as it were since everyone else is farther away okay well i definitely want to figure out what he's so um nervous about seems like it's Mm. a pretty big big deal big deal if it's if it's turning his attention away from the people that are threatening him you know Mm -hmm. um can we are we able to intercept that signal or is it more of a physical interaction that i need to try and go for you could attempt to uh, intercept the signal but the it would take a bit of time and perhaps access to the computers within the atv the easiest way would just be to get in there get in there and and check it out or just deny him access to it so that you can gather the rest of your party and have the benefit of more bodies as it were okay um so do we know he's seen it yet or is he's trying to get to it everyone within the like uh short distance of the car because it was just one door open there was an alert and this like if you have your sound on on your phone there was a little like beep beep, beep and the screen lit up on the compad in the vehicle and he turned his head and started to turn his body to go and, and go after So basically it. it's like, hey, you don't do that kind of thing. We don't want him doing that, basically. Um, you can allow him to do that. But as he said, this vehicle is the uh, before last session, we made the point of this vehicle was the last vehicle from the Jorhildian embassy to go to their shuttle taking off from the planet. Um, the Jorhildian ambassador was willing to take some of you with him. Um, you wanted to take more, and so there came to a point where he tried to force the issue. So it's very likely that any message that he's getting is from other members of the Jorhildian military or embassy. And it's also very likely that it's about the very 
closely impending shuttle liftoff that you were trying to get involved with. I definitely don't want him to get away, so I think I'll try to approach the vehicle. Um, I don't okay, know if so I could try to close the door on him, or so if you want to get to the vehicle before he does, that would be a roll. Okay, um, it's just trying to be quicker and kind of just maybe get either get your body in between the door and the vehicle so he can't close it or just get there faster than him. So if you are wanting to kind of just like butt in and get in the way, that would probably be strength and exert. Um, if you were wanting to try and be like quicker than him, that would be dexterity and exert. Exert is just the general like running, jumping, pulling, pushing things stat. I think I just want to be quicker because I'm a pretty small person okay. in this universe. I don't think that I'll be able to. Yeah, so that would be dexterity and exert to try and just get to the vehicle and whatever alert on the compad before he can see it. Already? So or access it or what have you. Cool, I rolled the 10. Awesome. That was actually the um, number you needed to hit. So with the 10, you just like a friggin' eel, you manage to dart around the ambassador and get to the the open door of the ATV and the compad before he does. Do you take it? Do you shut the door and stand between him? What are you doing here? I think to prevent him from getting to it, I think I just close the door and try to look for any sort of lock and like latch it really quickly and maybe observe what's going on on the compad. Um, the... So you just slipped right into the car and it's like, nope, you're not coming in. Oh, so you're in the car? Uh, Or or you shut it and close the compad inside the car and you're outside the car? I think... I don't want him to see it or get to it. And I think if we can get people to the car, we can maybe overtake him to see what's on it. But I think I just want to close the door. I just want to know, are you inside or outside the car? Uh, Can I get inside the car? Am I able to get inside? You succeeded on that role. So absolutely, yes. Then yes, I'm going to zip my way in there, get in the car and close the door. Okay, so you're fighting with him with the automatic lock where he's unlocking it and you're relocking it. Um, but if you pick up the compad, you'll notice that it is definitely has password protected or keyed to the ambassador's information. And it has the very simple like iMessage alert where you don't have the message preview, right? So it has the alert from a name that you don't recognize. And then it just says message received, but it doesn't say what that message was. So he had sent out a message and the person... Oh, no, 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 no. The, the compad has received a message. It ah, does okay. not say what the text of the message is. You would yeah. have to input a password or, I don't know, facial Back recognition. In. Yeah. Can I... Let's see. The rest of the group, um, Uskar is probably just still threatening the two men with the um, with the rifles, so they don't do anything to like try and get you out of the car. But the rest of you, Amara, uh, Gelpi, and Cletus, you're back by the barricade, but you can still see this engagement happen. Do any of you kind of try and approach or? Um, at this point, I reached for the pile of trash in front of me. Oh, the half-torn uh, tarp. 
from the barricade from the, from the barricade sure and yeah. i covered up uh ratchet's friend johnny johnny um basically wiping sweat from my brow um mm -hmm. completely in shock that we're all still alive you made it yeah yeah exhausted because there was a lot of exertion in my part being a guy with a cane and uh shooting my first gunshot definitely my heartbeat is extremely high right now okay um and i turned to saggy hey saggy gelpy gelpy sorry <laughs> no it's fine Gelby. you're good hey, gelpy cletus do you think do you think we should go helm yeah yeah i think uh I, I don't think Cubit can stay in there. We need to probably handle him outside. Uh, Amar, can can we get him? Yeah, I so don't think I point, can take him. I'm healed, right? She's healed me. You I'm are healed. in the process of healing. It takes 10 minutes. Okay, okay. So your body is like, you can feel like, like strangely the flesh like regrowing like over your wound. It feels super weird. Cool. Am I getting like a rush of endorphins? Like am I- Definitely, definitely. Awesome. You have like this adrenaline where you're just like, yeah, I feel great. I feel tough. I feel like I can take on the world, like maybe in 10 minutes, but like definitely. Okay, well with that, regardless if, of the 10 minutes, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to take my, my try at tackling the ambassador. Oh, okay, yeah, do it. Go, um, go. So you can definitely move to approach him. I would say, what would a tackle be? Let me just check. Um, hmm. Because you're not intending to do any damage to him. Yeah, non-lethal tackle. <laughs> you just want to get him out of the way. Yeah, kind of subdue him, I guess. Hmm. I feel like just it's like a running jump and he just happens to be in the way. So maybe exert would be the best stat for that because you're mostly just trying to like run and jump on him and not really like punch or shoot or stab him. Okay. Um, so probably, probably um, exert and like if you just wanted to like pure strength quarterback nice. tackle situation, yes. then you could do strength and exert. Cool. If you want to like trip him up, then you could do dexterity. Just okay. like spear tackle in your super awesome armor. <laughs> oh man. Like, can you empower a tackle with your armor? <laughs> That's the goal I was hoping. Right. Can I get a benefit for that? Because I got a negative for my exert. Um, uh, it's like I would say that you still. might just I would give you I would give you a fictional benefit of plus one for just looking incredibly threatening wearing yes. your matte black armor. And the endorphins, like I've got a little extra. Oh yeah, no, that makes sense for sure. Cool. Hopefully that Pumped works. Up. <laughs> oh no. So that's, oh, no. that's without that's without the plus one. Oh so okay. So we got uh, we got a an eight instead of a seven, which is just enough. You almost missed it with that, oh, that, with that plus one. Fictional uh, <laughs> one. I'm such a kind and generous game master. You God, are. you are kind. So with that plus one, you. You feel as you're running, you feel your side and, and immediately start to knit, like getting a cramp when you um, exercise too quickly after eating. Like you feel it 
immediately, but with the endorphins and the rush from the medicine that the lift that Gelpie just literally like stabbed into your side, um, you push through that and you're able to just run at the ambassador who I will remind you is a short pudgy looking guy with a, a receding hairline and he just goes down. He hits the ground and Amara is just meet like on top of him and Cubit from the inside of the car, you can see Amara still wearing the full black armor and helmet, just run at this guy and tackle him. And it's almost like she's coming at you, but thankfully you were not her target. So now the ambassador is down, the two Jorhillian embassy staff are taken care of and you've kind of got the control over the situation do you i would i would say like you could do whatever you like but um yeah i think i would say as soon as i have him pinned down i kind of mm. just like look at him directly in the eyes and i ask him what was that what was that noise and he's out of breath and like you knocked the wind out of him so he attempts to speak and it's just like uh, uh, I, I didn't see it i don't I think know I, I start tapping on the glass and I'm like showing the compad. The compad. Like, hey. <laughs> like the door's still locked and I'm just like in the car. I guess that's a good move considering she has no idea why she's running over there to help you. <laughs> yeah, so I just get up and I uh, like kind of, I guess, shocked by my own choice to run and tackle this man. Mm. I like dust him off and I dust myself off. And I apologize. Sorry, uh, it just uh, a lot just happened. I'm sorry. We need to. Are get you, here. are you going to um, in any way like bind his arms or kind of try to keep him from just going for it again, or are you just hoping that he's? I'm hoping by my aggression, my like right. sort of the moment aggression, <laughs> that he's not gonna do anything. Okay. Um, but that might change, I guess. Um, so he gets up and he's kind of got his like hand, like arms on his stomach, and he's just like, <clears throat> "What is it that you want? We need a ship. We need to get off this planet." I already told the other one of you that even if you got on <clears throat> you got on that ship there's no way that they'd let you g get on board one of the battleships without checking to see if i was actually on board first we didn't say that you couldn't come with us you could work with us right amara right i think that was the plan him? all along but he just shot yeah. Racket's son. I, and he starts to like be like, I didn't shoot anybody. But then you see him second guess that. <laughs> I told you that I don't have the power to just let stragglers on board any ship in the fleet. If I did, then I would be back on Nuda, not here. So I kind of just look up at Cubit and uh, I guess through the door, ask Cubit, what you got? And I like hold up the compad and- It just I, has one like message received that you can see. We got a message, but I, but I can't check it. We're gonna 
we're gonna have to either get him to cooperate with us or or we try to get it in our own terms okay so I look at the ambassador and, and I ask him can you tell us what it says if you give the compad to me I will tell you what it says yes and he's just looking back at his daughter, Chandra, who is gone back behind the barricade. And she's looking down at the tarp covered body of Johnny and kind of kneeling next to it and hesitating over like whether to like collapse on him and start sobbing or like she doesn't, she doesn't want to touch the body because like it's obviously like she's just kneeling next to it and being like, and you can see Cletus because you're right there. Like her, her face is covered like a little bit with dust and just tear tracks down the sides of it. And she just looks completely overwhelmed. So I get up, basically rest my hand on her shoulder as I'm getting up, almost using her as a way up, Mm-mm-mm. but like kind of consoling her. Mm. And I grab my cane and I start walking towards the rest of the crew. Gelpie, are you also staying behind the barricade, or are you going to approach as well? Uh, I'm going to kind of, like, sit back and Mm. uh, kind of, like, pull, like, my backpack's kind of been, like, off, and I think um, I've had, like, a, some sort of, like, emergency blanket in there. Sure. Uh, Just something, like, that I probably one of those One of those aluminum foil blankets. Yeah. Uh, And kind of as a it's probably not like the most comfy or comforting thing Mm. um but i'm gonna wrap it around chandra's arms Mm -hmm. and just kind of like sit and kneel with her and just kind of have my arm on her back she starts babbling to you about like i never expected anything like this and like he shot johnny and he just went down and just like babbling to you uh just an emotional mess of like things that just happened and then also starts talking about the story of like how her and Johnny met and then like and now he's gone and I just don't even know like do I want to leave do I want to stay here this whole place is covered in blood now in my mind it's she's just going on like she can't stop it's probably part part of the shock yeah I'm gonna just like pat her back and let her talk and I'll look over to Cletus and Amara and them and just kind of give them a nod like Hmm. "I, I got this right um, Racket still... comes up as 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 Cletus does to the rest of Amara and to Cubit in the car, and he aims his combat shotgun at the ambassador, and it's just like, give me one reason why I shouldn't shoot him right here. I think so what Cubit... I was gonna real quickly, I was gonna say mm. my my character's reason for walking over there. Yeah, um, what was it you were going that... to do? Um, Cletus remembers why this whole incident happened. Mm. You know, you have to remember Cletus was just trying the hardest to be a kind soul and oh yeah, for sure create you know neutral con like no conflict and make it a neutral situation and everybody worked together. And he had none of it. He wanted none of that. He created nothing but a a bunch of shit for everybody. So the reason I was walking over there was to be very stern and inform him that I was uh, basically 
I, I, I don't want to give him any way at all. So I don't want to give him the compad. I don't want to hand it over. Okay. Um, so what is it that Cletus says when he gets up to the ambassador and Amara um, that indicates that he doesn't think that we should give the compad to him? Amara, I think you have a pretty good way about captaining and stuff, but I'm going to tell you right now, I don't want him getting that compad. I want him to not get anything he wants for the rest of his life. I agree with you, Cletus. Cubit, do we know how to get into the compad? Oh, can I do any sort of observation on the... Uh... The pad itself? On the pad itself to see if it's like a facial recognition or a thumbprint or a key. Oh right. Um you'll you'll notice that it's it's similar to the compad that you have, and we haven't really gone over this before. Um, but very basically it's a uh glass or glass and metal um pad which has all of the news media and like any kind of internet thing that you could need on it um generally some people have ones that just have a basic password protection um other ones like perhaps this man's might have a more complex military uh type of security on it so it's not that the password is like more or different. It's just that if you were trying to hack it, it would be harder. Mm -hmm. um, so his is obviously of a sturdier make. Um, it's not necessarily super familiar to you because you all like different planets have different amounts of tech. Um, so one person's compad, while it does the same sort of things was built somewhere else. So it'll look slightly differently mm -hmm. or by a slightly different company. Um, he has the compad tin. <laughs> right so um edition. yeah his is his is just of a slightly different make than yours it looks more um technologically advanced like maybe his is just a straight see-through piece of glass that have has a screen that appears on it um and then is just see-through otherwise but you'll have noticed in handling it that it's not as um breakable as glasses um whereas yours might have like metal bits and pieces and have an actual like i don't know lcd screen um so uh you'll notice looking at it that it would be harder to crack than yours would be but mm -hmm. not necessarily impossible okay uh so i think cubit would kind of screech down the window just a little bit so i can mm. get a little bit of a voice out and say um I i'm not sure how we can do this without giving it to him if we want to get the message right now but we can try to hack it but he is an ambassador this is going to be military grade tech I don't know what's going to happen if we can't hack it I, I agree with you Cletus I don't want to give it to him I think he's going to take it and run whatever the message is it clearly spooked him so we can try to hack it but it's going to be tough I turn to him uh, and I ask him, would you get us into that compad right now? I, I told you that I would tell you what it says. Yes. We're not giving it to you. I can't open it unless I have it in my hands. 
What do you what do you what do you say, Cap? And kind of look over at Amara. Yeah, and with that, Amara just kind of like shoves or not shoves, kind of walks swiftly past the ambassador enough to like kind of disturb his existence. <laughs> you and... get really close to him, but you don't quite touch him. Yes, yeah, like to remind him, hey, I'll tackle you, bro. Like, don't yep, yep. run away. Um, and I take the the compad and I attempt to. Uh, I start kind of like tinkering with it. I attempt to to hack it. Okay, um, so what you can do, like, with hacking, it's going to be harder if you try and do it quickly and easier if you take your time with it. Uh, let me get to the, the hacks page with hacking on it. Um, not combat. We already did that part. <laughs> um, so if you, you're basically trying to suppress a system, which means you want to turn off the password protection so that you can access whatever's inside of it, which is a difficulty of eight. But because it's rushed work for an unplanned hack, that's a plus two difficulty. Um, and because it is like um, a military uh, type of um technology or coding or software software is the word i was looking for because it's a military software it's going to be an additional plus one so that's going to be 11 um difficulty which you do have an you are expert in program is that correct it is true so you get 3d6 um so you definitely have more of a chance of meeting this than uh, an ordinary person did you already use your reroll, todd no, not this session. Yeah, not this session. Oh, it's per session. I thought yes. it was per like comp. It's per. I think it might be per scene, but also like we because it was interrupted by a session end. Like this is a new scene, so that's totally okay. fine. Good. Okay. We Can I assist at all? As do you have the program skill? It's a native one, so no. So that's no. Um, yeah. I would say that the thing is, is if you wanted to assist with a skill that isn't like directly relevant, it would be more difficult for you because you would basically um, be like the difficulty for your check, like hers is 11, yours would be 13 because you're trying to like find angle, like I know fix, so I could maybe put together a compad. Will that help me in like you could take it apart no problem like that would be pretty easy for you but that wouldn't really be helpful you know right okay cool i said so you could roll to help but it would be harder because the skill is not directly relevant got it okay okay so do you want me to roll that as like a program skill roll or do you want me to do that yes it would be like program and intelligence okay again with a dc of 11. okay all right, here we go. Come on. Ooh, one oh. die. Would you like to use your one reroll per I mean, I guess, why not? It's there. I believe in you. You got a 10, by the way. Yes, oh, I got a 10, Captain that was a 10. Amara. All right, here comes that saucy 13. That's what I want. That's what I'm gonna put into the world, into the universe. Okay. It's a 12! Oh. Yes! Yes! Let's go, baby! So what does this look like? You feel yourself being rejected by, as you try and access the, like, root uh, coding of this this compad, you feel yourself being, like, dissuaded and, like, a current, um, like, not permitted, not the correct passcode. Like, what, what do you do to kind of overcome that? 
Yeah, so I think it would look like that kind of that moment where I really kind of fucked up um, when I was trying to fly the ship and I had mm. that like moment of I'm gonna puke. <laughs> I think it was that like that in that moment, but the the reminder of like the shot and going through everything that we've gone through, she just somehow stomachs up this courage to to take another shot and literally does exactly what she did before, like same probably buttons, same. Mm intensity on her face and uh yeah like that first time you've probably seen amara like pleased with herself in this entire campaign is in this moment oh yay she actually did something right are you still wearing your um armor your body armor i would say just like for fun effect it starts to like dissolve in that moment because you're focusing on the programming instead of right so all of you see amara take it and she still has the matte black helmet and bodysuit on and as she focuses her energy on the um the compad it just starts to like sheathe off like dissolve back into her skin it's super weird um but um there's uh another noise from the pad itself and amara you're rewarded with access to this message and what you so real quickly like when that happens because cletus doesn't understand this technology crap. My first response is, ah, welcome back, Captain. Because I don't know that it's not really her this whole time. I just know it was a black, crazy creature. So. Oh, right. Like maybe so she I'm transformed. Like, ah, and- welcome back, Captain. Um, but Amara, what you'll see on the pad is the, uh, there's a, me- a general like messaging system um, the ambassador had been communicating with a, let's just say General Watley, and General Watley has said, uh, you were supposed to be at the ship an hour ago, where are you? And there was, that was the message that came in. Okay, so I kind of just like lift it up and show everyone, like, I did it. I managed to get in. Uh, it looks like it's just comms from the ship, though. And there's definitely more stuff on the pad, but right now the most relevant thing is the message that just came in. There had been a previous discussion, if you scroll up, where the ambassador was saying that it was taking a bit longer than usual, getting the last members of the house staff together, and that he would be at the shuttle on time for liftoff just to wait for him. And then the uh, General Watley had a, a bit of a terse, like, okay, but if you're not here, we're leaving without you. And then uh, the message that came in being like, you're an hour late. Other things on the compad would be just um, general, like bullshit political conversations between people that you've never heard of. Um, Nothing with a cursory glance that seems relevant to what occurred um, the day before in terms of like, he hasn't been sending messages of like, when are you gonna annihilate Sean City or anything like that? Or maybe like a little tweet of like a baby Yoda drinking some coffee on there. (laughs) This is the way. (laughs) I have spoken. I have spoken. I have spoken. Um, I think Cubit, like in the the scene of where you're kind of dissolving your armor, kind of Mm. slips and like scoots back and accidentally hits like the horn on the car. (laughs) It's like little dude. I'm like, oh. Sorry. <laughs> so you're still in the car, Cubit? 
I think at this point, since we have control of the situation, I rolled down the window, but I'm still in the car. Okay. Um, the two uh, of Racket's like gang members have taken the two uh, members of the embassy staff and uh, basically they don't have handcuffs, but they might use like zip ties or something similar to um, contain their hands and pick up their weapons and they shove them behind the barricade and disappear with them. Um, you get out of the car, Cubit, and Racket is still pointing the shotgun at the ambassador and he's like you don't need him anymore now so i he killed my boy i'm looking at all of you but he hasn't pulled the trigger yet oh i completely forgot about that i think cubit yeah. was in between in between racket and the ambassador mm. just to kind of diffuse the situation until we can as you're group. really, you're really gonna protect this man. Yeah. He de- he de- he demanded things from us and then killed my son. For what? For that crying girl? She didn't want to go with them. We were agreeing on terms. You saw that, Cletus. Like you, we were agreeing on terms. We were gonna make it happen, and then you shot him. Look, Racket, I I don't want to prevent you from shooting him, but we can't shoot him right now. We need to get some more intel on where the ship is going and if it's even still here. If we can't do that, we're as good as dead. Surely there's got to be something on that pad that'll just show us where the ship was. We don't need this. And he says some, like, swear in, like, uh, Kozartist language that only you, Gelpi, would understand. And it's, like, really offensive and particularly offensive against Jorhildians. If I hear that, I'm probably gonna start like just like babbling back to chandra so she can't hear this like argument about <laughs> right like, on right now like not like covering her ears but trying to like smother it out a little bit okay um, so probably just like kind of turning my body in between them and like rubbing her back and comforting her with words like it's gonna be okay we'll get through this just like okay and like keep those thumbs <laughs> up like keep going <laughs> so basically cletus realizes there's a crazy amount of tension Mm. um, and he does not like tension so to diffuse the situation I do bracket feel the exact same way you do I feel like this man doesn't deserve any respect of any kind at this point but Cubit's correct we can't go any further without knowing where the, the shuttle is that, you know, is our ultimate way off of this planet. And you also have to remember that he still has a daughter and she's still here. So you can't just hurt him in front of his daughter. Uh, Racket lowers the, the shotgun a little bit when you talk about his daughter and you see his hands shaking and his eyes kind of like water a little bit but he doesn't cry and he just turns away and goes back behind the the barricade and probably with the help of um another one of his gang members who's already like deposited the Thorhildian um embassy staff uh gathers up the body of his son and like takes it away like he's basically leaving the situation to you 
but you can tell that it's just due to the fact that he's just way too emotional and he realizes that as he walks away i kind of like grab his shoulder kind of like in a friendly manner thank you ratchet thank you um i feel like he doesn't say anything to you he looks toward you but not at you he doesn't meet your gaze and then after saying still under your hand for like a moment um he kind of just like shrugs and moves forward like he knows you were right but he's not willing to just like you know open arms <laughs> yeah he's, he's too angry right now um so the ambassador is standing arms crossed uh, looking at you, Mamara, who were able to just hack military-grade uh, tech with no problem. And he's kind of grinding his teeth. Like, you see his jaw clench, but he's not offering anything when you all talk about needing to get to the shuttle. Do you mind if I interrupt you one more time? I'm so sorry that I am mm-hmm. doing that. But one more thing that I'd like to add. Mm-hmm. Cletus turns to the commander now after that moment and you've just described what he's looking like. Now that we've saved your life, please work with us in every possible way to get us all to safety. I was willing to give you what I was able to give you. Six seats on a shuttle in place of my own staff, over half of whom you just killed. I was willing to give that because that's all I was able to give. I've told you plenty of times. I don't have you the power. Just lied you just again. To- you just lied again because you weren't willing to work with us because you shot one of us. How were you willing you- to work with us if you just shot one of us? You were negotiating for more than I had to give, and I don't have time for this bullshit. You've already probably cost me the ability to get off of this planet and my job and my daughter and he like looks back behind the thing and um chandra is gone now also to uh with racket what more do you want me to give to you what more do you think i have to give exactly where the shuttle is um could you make a role for me because I want to see you've definitely like made the case for like we just saved your life but I need to see whether he's willing to give that up to you um it's definitely talk and charisma which you have in spades um but you're asking him to give up military secrets basically even though technically the military has all left the planet it's still a base that probably has advanced technology and information about the Dorhildians and their plans, which would definitely get him in a ton of trouble if he just handed over to you. So I'm going to check the difficulty. We have actually a handout here. We do. Okay. All right. I would say the DC is 12 here because yeah, you're asking him to give up military secrets and his job is literally to not do that. Okay. Um, hang on one second. I just lost my chat somehow. Oh no. Uh, I have the black screen with all of our characters, but where? How do I get the chat back up? Maybe refresh the page. 
I think there's a three lines on the top right of that screen you can click. It'll give you your chat. There it is. Thank you. Sorry. Uh, look at you already knowing how roll 20 works. All right. So I'm rolling. Uh, what am I rolling exactly again? Talk and charisma. So talk and then modifier would be my charisma. Yep. And that would be modifier one then because plus one. Um, it should say talk with ask, and under ask, you can fill in the charisma on your character sheet. Do you see that where it says skills? All right, hang on one second. Sorry, I'm no, trying. That's fine. Um, on your character I sheet. I got talk, so I clicked that. Do you see ask under skills? I can fill it in with charisma for you. So you'll just click on the skills menu here. Just click talk and there's no bonus. It's already taking into account your charisma bonus. Okay, I hit. Okay, so it shows you've rolled an 11. 11. Sorry, I'm, I'm still trying to learn the program. I'm so sorry. I rolled 11. No, the DC was 12, so that's not quite a success. Um, you see his face as he looks at you, Cletus, and he looks back at the compad, which he's already inadvertently given into quote unquote enemy hands. Um, and he looks back at where his daughter walked away. And then he says, it wouldn't do you a damn bit of difference anyway. They've all probably left. Have they? Take off with before now. I expected that my daughter would leave with me and that maybe I'd have to give up a seat for her stupid boyfriend. Obviously, that's not how things went. So what you're saying is we don't need you anymore. And he like blows out his nose and smirks a little bit and says, if you kill me, you kill me. But things aren't going to be any easier for you if you do. The daughter's not there anymore. She's left. Yeah. She went with Racket and the body of Johnny to kind of, I don't know, cry over him. I probably would have let them go and I would have joined back up with the Okay, so the so the rest of you are all standing and um Uskar and Gaius are kind of looking out into the distance at other si- either side of the vehicle um pointing guns to see if like anyone comes close and Savara has gone off to help like prepare Johnny's body for the laying out and any kind of like religious funerary practices that she would be very familiar with. Would this be a situation where, um, I guess if I were to finish the job, basically. Um, if you wanted to shoot him without him, like kind of ducking out of the way, um, it would probably be, what would the role? I think sneak and dexterity to just like do it fast enough that he's just like, you know, if that's what you were wanting to do. 
I have neither one even close to where it would do anything. I think. So. <laughs> I mean, you've you've got some really good rolls. Like if I that's mean, it would be a it would be a lucky roll at this point. Here's the thing: if it's something that Cletus would think to do, then like go ahead and do it, and we'll roll with whatever consequences happen. Like even if you're not Ultimate. good at something, that doesn't mean that your character wouldn't do it. But if you don't think it's relevant in the story, then like we can think of other things that you might do. The ultimate thing here is my, the safety of my friends, because mm. that's what's most important to me. And knowing that there's no daughter, so there's no detrimental heartache up front at the moment, and that we don't need him anymore. I don't want him to do anything to hurt my crew. I mean, you failed at one role. That's not to say that he doesn't have information. It's just you would have to go about it in a different way. You would have to change tactics in order to try and make that role again, right? So because you failed the role, you don't know whether or not he actually has any information because you were unable to access it. But you could attempt to access it in a different way and make the role again, as long as the conditions of the actual like requests were different. Like you can't just ask him the same thing again. You have to like, maybe you punch him in the face a couple times and now you ask him and then the situation has changed enough that I would allow you to make a roll again, right? Well, I know for a fact my character could not effectively- <laughs> Well, I'm just saying that face. like- I'm just saying like yeah. from the character itself, it wouldn't be- cane. I don't have like, oh, I could smack him in the face with the cane. Yeah, I'm just saying that in order to attempt the role again, if you did want to, because he still has information, like he's an ambassador to this empire, he does know things that he hasn't told you about. But in order to access that information, you would have to change the situation enough that you could remake the role because you aren't able to just re-roll like the experts um, class is. I'll attempt to shoot him in the knee. <laughs> that works, yeah. That's a That's good idea. I like that idea. <laughs> He was okay. Because if, if I miss, it could him. hit any other body part, correct? Yeah. So the way that we did that before was, if you want to do a called shot, um, you would roll your shoot skill, and if you don't successfully hit the uh, t attack AC, then it might either not hit him or hit him somewhere more dangerous. Like you just won't get what you intended to get out of it. So click shoot. Uh, and dexterity because you're trying to do it quick enough that he can't like just run out of the way or run behind one of your party members. Would Gelpie have time to make an action when she sees Cletus go for his gun? Um, I would say that's up to Cletus. Okay. Yeah, if ahead. you want the rest of this, like you can be, you can just like fictionally say like, sure, you have time to do a thing or be like, no, I'm not willing to like slow this no, down. I'm, I'm fine. Okay. I'll let it. So yeah, if you see Cletus like go for his gun. Gelpie is going to step in between Cletus and Chandra's father. I what his what was his first name again? Um, I have it on my notes. I'm I just so called sorry. him Ambassador. <laughs> I've just called him Ambassador Gupta a bunch of times. Yeah. I'll just do Ambassador Gupta. <laughs> uh, Amrit. His first name's Amrit. Amrit. Okay. I don't think I ever said it. <laughs> so uh, Gelpie will step in front of the ambassador, and mm. she'll just have both of her hands up. Uh, and she's going to look at Cletus and go, hasn't Chandra been through enough today? I think we can resolve this peacefully and maybe we can all get off this planet and less people have to die. 
if y'all really want to get rid of him, I'll respect that, but she's hurting enough already. She was really broken up back there. I lower my gun down. And um, you won't see this, Skelpy, because you're, like, standing in front of the ambassador. But when you say, like, she's been through enough, like, she was really broken up back there, Cletus, you see him, like, look down and his body, um, his body language changed a little bit. Like, you can tell he looks kind of ashamed. Are you going to tell us where the shuttle is? Or does this have to get worse than it is now? And he just grits his teeth and looks back at you. I'm telling you, it wouldn't make a bit of difference. What if we have a chance to save you and Chandra and some of your people and some of ours? Isn't it worth trying to try and save some of us? I'm telling you what I've already told you. You could get on that ship, maybe. You could get it into space, maybe. Like, heck, you could even transmit the proper codes and maybe dock with one of the Jorhildian ships in orbits. But the second you walked off that ship, they would shoot you in the head. What, how is that better? We have to take that risk. Either you do it with us or you stay here. We need to know where that shuttle is. I would say that one of you being willing to kind of put their lives on the line would change this enough for you to make the roll again. The roll that I made? Yeah. So if you wanted to do it, or if like, I don't know if Gelpy was the one that wanted to do it, but I would say that like that situationally and kind of reminding him that he just like broke his daughter's heart situationally changes it enough that you could attempt to like convince him to spill again. Can I assist Cletus? Does that work in the system? Do you have talk? Uh, hold on. I think you do. You have a zero. Uh, so that would mean yes, that you would you would have to meet the same DC as him in order to give him a plus one. I think. Let me check on the helping. Okay. Situation. Um, so I can help Cletus. I think he has the highest. I have talked to charisma. Okay, aiding a skill check. Um, you describe the sort of action you're taking to help. Um, you roll a relevant skill check against the same difficulty as the original check. If it's it's a success, the other PC gets a plus one. Multiple PCs can try to help, but you can't earn more than a plus one total bonus. So, so you, what's your talk choices? right now? I've zero. So she doesn't have a negative. All right, well, we could try it. Wait, we you... do that. Because if I roll a low, she can roll more, right? Um, you would both, she would have to meet the 12, which is the DC, the difficulty check for him spilling state secrets in order to give you a plus one. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty difficult. What were you gonna say, uh, Amara? Yeah, with, uh, I guess with all of this, Amara's kind of like still going through the compad, trying her best to find, you know. Okay, if you wanted to look for something that would... Maybe GPS, kind of what we were trying to do previously. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm seeing like two two roles happening here. One is to try and make him break again, and one is to just get that information without his help off of the compad. Yeah. Okay, um, who would like to roll first? 
Um, okay, so basically the whole scene's frozen, right? Yeah, we're we're Amara is messing around with a compad, trying to get the information that you're also seeking. Yeah, um, I'm gonna let her make the roll first because okay. she's got the higher chance of that, and I've already failed once. Okay, that makes sense. Um, so in order to, you've already cracked it, so you're not really hacking anymore. Um, you're just sorting through all the information that's available to you. Um, the GPS system inside of it. Yeah. Google maps. Google maps. <laughs> well, and just seeing if it's like a previous location or not, like maybe it's not stored, maybe it doesn't save the information like that. Um, I would say it's probably just a, either notice, I would say program makes sense here because like maybe you're looking for like it was in an incognito window, but yeah. now I'm going to try and access it again or something like that. Um, uh, it's in a lot of cookies. It's fine. Yeah. It's in the porn folder. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would say because you've already cracked it, it's probably a difficulty of 10 to just like find the appropriate information. Okay. Just because of the type of technology it is, it's probably not just like readily available information okay. on there. So you want me to do program at intelligence again? Yeah, that's that's generally what any kind of like hacking or technology. Oh, frack. Hey, baby, we got a 14. So you look at the you look at the compad and there's like a matrix moment of like all of the green and black like streaks going on behind your head and you just like punch buttons and like press things and blah 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 and we see like pages pull up in front of you it's very like hackers you know um and what you find is that yes you can locate what you know to be the location of the Dorhildian embassy because that's clearly marked on maps like even the ones that you have and then you will see that there is a separate location that he has traveled back and forth to um more than like one time that is not just another embassy or a capital building or anything like that it's not marked as anything particular on any of the public google maps as it were you know um, so you look at the public map, it's just somewhere outside of the city in the middle of the red rock, tiny scrub brushes desert. Um, but when you check his, uh, movement log, he's been there more than, uh, more than would be, uh, feasible for it being a random place in the middle of a desert. Um, you will also find information regarding what you assume is probably in code like event will be happening blah 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 so like before when you notice there wasn't any particular like we're attacking sean city at page lighter whatever but there is references to um like event will be occurring blah 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 we are we have we have yet to um have any information as to whether the family will need to be moved or not like hold um, and then the same encoded message that you got off of the um, Jorhildian military broad broadcast or broadband where it was like all Jorhildian military and um, citizens need to evacuate. Um, he also received that message. So 
there's probably more that you would have access to, but until it's like situationally relevant, because you made this role, you can at any point just be like, I think that there would be information on the ambassador's compad that would have to do with this situation. Um, what do I get from that? And I'll let you know, like, if there's something relevant. But other than that, that's the stuff that's kind of relevant to this situation. Awesome. Okay. I think with that, she's kind of like the most giddy she's ever been because this is the most success she's ever had with her hacking in one day. Mm. Um, so she's kind yeah. of just like dancing in place. And this is the first time you've seen Amara. You're also on drugs. Thing. Yes. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so I'm really, really happy right now. And I just kind of like spin around and show you guys the compad. I did it. I did it. Fuck him. We don't need him. I did it. <laughs> that was actually really funny. Fuck him. <laughs> Captain, you're full of surprises today. Yeah, so all of you would know, perhaps, especially because Starbuck, I mean, Cubit, you looked at the compad. Like, you know that it's not just like, I'm a fan of computers type hacking skill that she's pulled off right now. It's definitely like, I've done things that are illegal hacking skills. Plus, she was, you know, wearing that weird suit that she summoned out of her body earlier. But like, Totally fine, right? Who cares about that part? That's not important. <laughs> She's totally a magician. The crazy weird armor just appeared on her skin out of nowhere. So I don't have to do anything else at this point, correct? You when don't it comes have to, to do getting anything. Info? Um, I would say that at this point, because of that fourteen, like any information that the ambassador could impart to you is probably obtainable. Um, via this compad other than like interpersonal sort of things like relationship stuff or like what a person looks like um, those things wouldn't necessarily be stored here Uh, so he's not necessarily going to give you more different information than a 14 would get you from the compad it's his own pad so so I look at Amara after that uh, first good job Amara you did real good uh, but we need to probably get going. I think we've wasted enough time here and it's probably time for us to go. Um, what should we do with him? I look at Gelpi because I, I think Amara at this point looks at Gelpi as like this, like the balancer, the great equalizer in this <laughs> okay. situation. And I, I say, what do you think? we should do with him. I I don't know how okay Chandra's gonna be if she lost Johnny and she loses her dad in the same day. But she knows her dad's not her dad anymore. Not the same dad he used to be, at least. I mean, Do you think she could even be around him at this point? Have you asked her? I think that family has, families in general go through their rounds of shit and- She shot her boyfriend. He shot her boyfriend in the head. And we killed most of their staff, people that she grew up with. You see like there's still like four bodies on the ground. One of the, one of Racket's gang members is just now like bending over to start to drag this guy with a massive hole in his chest by the ankles. And he looks up at you when you say that. And then it's like, 
Yeah, and just keeps dragging the guy behind the barricade. I'm not saying that we have to trust him, that we have to really treat him like he's a guest or anything, but I would not feel right taking him away from Chandra. I guess he did say earlier that if we tried to get on the ship without him, it probably wouldn't go well. So I agree with you and I'll let it happen, but I'm not sure I can trust once we get to that ship, what he's gonna do. He could scream for help. He could, you know, call people to attack us. I mean, it could go really, really bad, Gelby. That's what I'm worried about. I think what if we about show up. Sean? Oh, sorry. Go ahead, nope. Amara. <laughs> no, go ahead. Captain Amara, go ahead. <laughs> go, Captain. Yeah, Captain. What do you want, Captain? <laughs> she starts like stuttering over her words, realizing that she was rudely interrupting Gelpy. Um, <laughs> do you think cat? if we show up to the ship without him, we could even get on it? That's something we're gonna have to figure out together. Because if we show up there and he calls for help, or he somehow oh. gets someone's attention, we could all die instantly what the check me on this idea please but what if we let Chandra talk to him for a minute she obviously cares about Racket she's the one that asked that we brought some of Racket's people maybe she'd be able to convince him that we just want safety and he's the only reason he's here it's to save Chandra. Yeah. And anything I know about family is you want to be there for them and you don't want to be separated. So Why maybe don't we he'll get try and work with us. I think we'll need to probably watch him though. <laughs> Make sure he doesn't have another gun on him or anything. Oh, he didn't exactly. shoot in the first place. Oh, should we just, you know, for good measure tie him up yeah but if he shows up tied up what is that gonna look like this is where it gets crazy and i was trying to say like if we show up with him with his hands tied behind his back that ain't good if we show up and he calls for help that ain't good and if we show up without him that ain't good so i don't know exactly we got to make a decision because we got to get going Amara, on the compad that is in your hand still, another message comes through from uh, General... I forgot what I called him already. Good job, me. Um, General the G. General the G. Uh, And uh, from the general. And it says, God damn you, Gupta. I've already waited longer than I should. We're leaving. Can we get him to say something on the compad or say something Can I on say his something? behalf? Yeah. yeah you you could type something compad. for sure. Yeah. Okay. I start immediately typing. We're on the way. Wait for us. Let me just. So I'm going to say just like for shits. Can you make me a uh, talk and charisma role to try and imitate oh. the nuances of his own like texting? 
Yikes forever. To see to see whether or not the general notices that it's not Lisa messaging him back. You know for a fact I'm good at that stuff. Does she want to make an attempt to have me do it? Respond. Or is this a situation? I mean, that depends. That depends on if she tells you that the messages come in or not. It sounded like she was just like panicking. I think in character she would just immediately. She's on the high of like she is. She's feeling good after all the hacks. She's far (laughs) too comfortable right now. I think she would definitely take the choice to to do it. It's on a roll. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. You know what? I mean, people don't always make the mechanically appropriate decisions. That's a sick five. That was a great five that you just rolled there. (laughs) Um, so the second you press send you look up at the a previous message that had been sent because it was a bunch of re- received messages from the general and um you look up at a, a bunch of previous messages that had been sent to um ambassador gupta and you realize that the one mistake you made is that he's a horrible old technology person that always signs their text text messages so every text messages he sends has a like signed or dash Gupta. <laughs> you put like a smiley face or like a yeah, face like in a, there. like a heart. I'm like heart. <laughs> Just instinctively like <laughs> <laughs> love you. There's no saving this, is there? Uh, uh, what question? Would I have overheard one of his like henchmen's names? I don't think you like any of you yeah. said anything or called people's names or asked like the names of the people that were willing to give up their seats on the ship for you. No, you never you never asked. Do any of the bodies have a name tag on them? <laughs> That's real morbid. But do any of the bodies have a name tag on them? Uh I mean, they're dog like tags, they're maybe. Staff, like, maybe they're You could roll, and if you get above an eight on a notice, I will say that you just find one, sure. But if you get below an eight, then it's not there, or it's been shot off, or it just doesn't exist. I don't... I think that would be Amara's roll, because you haven't told us, right? Oh, no, I... I definitely told you guys... He's, like once you fucked it up? Yeah, yeah. Immediately. I fucked I dropped the compad. I fucked it up. Oh no. And I'm just staring at it. It's on the ground. Maybe I could try typing something, and that's when we notice some information. I will tell you straight up, because she failed that role, whoever's on the receiving end of it knows that something's up. They might not know what that something is, but they know, but they know that it wasn't Ambassador Gupta that was messaging them. We can or at the very way. least that he was so like shook that he didn't message with his ordinary slang or lingo or vocabulary or what have you. I wonder if I like flipping the table. Yeah. It's like just flipping the table now and walking away. But God damn it. No, there's definitely like you could tr- you could like try and do something to come back from it. It's just going to be a progressively harder roll every time. I'm just wondering if there's anything that he she could do to hand it over to me and then I make like a Yes, she to could like... say like I've fucked she said I fucked it yeah. up, so you know something's wrong. You could in character ask her what it was and try and help for sure. Yeah, and I dropped the compad, so you could pick it up if it was something you wanted to do. 
but I, I'm not good with technology at all. So typing and all that stuff would be rough for me. That's the thing. True. But I could definitely come up with a better way to get out of this. Is there a way I could like tell like Cubit to type something or I don't, I don't know. I'm trying to think how so, my character would definitely not grab a combat and start typing what's, like a regular What's person. happened so far is Amara message this general to be like, yo dog, we'll be right there. And it was very clearly not the ling- language that Ambassador Gupta would use. So she said, oh shit, I fucked up and dropped the compad. If you don't feel like your character would notice or respond to that verbally, that's fine. There's like, if you feel like you'd be like, what happened? What did you do? Like, that's something you could do in character, in conversation. You don't have to just immediately move over and pick up the compad if you don't feel comfortable doing that. But you could also say like, what happened? Amara, what did you do? It seems that I, I don't, it's clear that I'm not Gupta. They know something's wrong. He always signs his, he always signs his messages like a 50 year old dweeb. Gupta looks down. (laughs) I think Cubit will pop her head out of the car. Oh, you had already gotten out of the car, hadn't you? To give the combat away or had you not? I slid it through the oh, window. Okay. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. You've just been sitting in the car, like, <laughs> yeah, just, just hanging out. Okay, can we have, like, we... warmers or something. <laughs> Amara, is there a way to access video on there? Uh, maybe? And do I see yes. the camera? Okay. Can All we... compads would have the ability to video call. Can we hold it up and have him record a message back and then send it? You would have to convince him to do so, yes. That's not hard. We're going to hold up this compad in front of you. You're going to tell them that you're on your way. Am I? Either you do or you're stuck on this planet with us. Or taking a bullet to the knee, you decide. Just help us get Chandra off this planet, please. And Gelpi will kind of turn and like, try and like calmly like look at him like, Try now. Mm, okay. Uh, I feel like this is either Gelpy or um, Cletus are making a roll either with like, I'm going to shoot you in the knee or like, just help us get your daughter off. But it does, it will take a convincing for him to do this. So if one of the, or both of you wants to make that um, talking charisma roll, so that section you sent to me, that's with charisma, correct? The one you yes. sent me just a while ago? Okay, cool. I'm going to go ahead and take make a talk in charisma roll then. Okay, so you, you're... Based on Cletus saying that he's going to shoot you in the knee. <laughs> yes. And you'll no longer be able to adventure anymore. Oh, 13. damn. Okay, so you say, uh, Gelpi, you say like let us at least get your daughter to um, safety. But you see the ambassador is looking at Cletus with his gun drawn and kind of rethinking the whole, like, I'm going to either get shot or be stuck here or 
have to be with this mad person that's threatening my life constantly. And he looks back at the compad on the ground and he says, fine. Don't shoot me, okay? I. What do you want me to say? Just I don't even know him. what messages you've been sending. Just tell him that you're on your way. We'll be there soon. Or you will be there soon. Fine. Do you um, give him the compound or do you just like hold it up? Yeah. Uh, Mara's going to hold it up for him. Yeah, I, I pick it up and I, um, I'm i setting up like the video, everything, and just like shakily. I do want to clarify real quick too. I want him to know that he will get shot if he says anything other than he's on his way. So you're still, basically you've, you've made the there. role, you've made the charisma role. You're just aiming the gun at his knee while he's making this message? Correct. Okay, that's fine. Um, so, uh, Amara, you hold the compad up, so it's approximately the same distance it would be from him if he was holding it himself. But obviously, you don't allow him access. And um, is this a live uh, message, or is it like a pre-recorded thing that you'll send after you like approve it or whatever? That's a good question. I think the safe thing would be to record it. Yeah. Like send it as a video clip to the through the messenger. Yeah. So that okay. we can check it before it goes. Should we like put him like against the car or like not have like are you checking to see bodies around? Yeah, so you have That's the fine. presence of mind to make sure that there aren't bodies in the background. The guy's still dragging the half destroyed person. Do we have proper lighting, guys? Where's the lighting? <laughs> Let me get a selfie camera over here. Like torn turn towards the light. No, um, okay. So if you have the presence of mind to not allow me to fuck it up that way, that's great. Um you have just the car in the background. Um I think I'll get out of the car at this point. <laughs> That's a good plan. <laughs> Do you have the presence of mind to make sure that bullet uh, shot where you shot the car cubit isn't in the picture? I think it would add to the story of why he may be late, but I don't know how to explain it. I mean, I'm just saying, like, is that something that you would in character think about? Like, oh, right, I shot the car and it's right above his head that there was a bullet or do you not? I like, I don't think Cubit would be concerned with it. OK, no. So uh, you point the camera at him, you make sure that there's no dead bodies in the background. And he looking at looking at Cletus, not even looking at the camera, but looking at the man who's aiming the gun at him, he says into the camera, uh, General, uh, Things were complicated this morning. We're on our way now. Please don't leave without us. We'll be there as, as soon as we can. Um, thank you. And Amara, like, immediately turns it off. Is oh that boy. good enough? You know what I just realized? They never responded. So we... <laughs> We just recorded a video and we don't know if they're mad or not. You know, Amara would recognize when she scrolled up that she sent a message in a way that wasn't like, like she, you recognized your failure in this instance. Like, because you were only responding. like, 
because you were okay. Only like, okay, I didn't think about that. Okay, I thought because we were just you were like randomly sitting a video now, and there's no 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 because you were why. only like one away from succeeding. You're cognizant enough of your failure that, like, yeah, I I did wrong. I did bad, and they probably okay. didn't respond because cutting off communication is, I don't know, protocol or what have you. But yeah, I did, it's not like, oh, we don't know whether something's wrong or not, but let's send this. That's not the case. No, you definitely recognize that you fucked up. Okay. So you send it? Uh, uh, Hamara's <laughs> feeling uneasy about this. Hamara feels like this isn't going to work. <laughs> Can you like try to be happier? <laughs> like... Maybe not. We don't have like much time, Amara. We're running know, out of time. I know, I know, you're right. No, not you, no. Amara. I mean, can he try and be happier? <laughs> I'm think, not an actor. <laughs> I think Cubit will just like reach over everyone and kind of like start Ooh. trying to press send. <laughs> Zoop. <laughs> Use your dexterity roll on it. See how quick you can <laughs> touch the screen. I mean, unless someone is trying to prevent you from sending it. Then you just send it. Is anyone being like, no, Cubit, don't? Ah. I think we should look at it again before we send it, obviously. I think Amar should watch it again. Uh, Amar, you why don't you watch that real quick? Make sure everything was right. If you watch over the video, it's just what he said. Like, we were held up unexpectedly. We'll be right there. Please hold the thing. Uh, he's not looking at the camera. He's looking at Cletus. But otherwise, there's nothing obvious in the background as to, like, I'm being threatened. He just looks super frazzled, which could also be because he might be standing on this planet. This like, I don't know, you know? You don't look at that video and say, oh, shit. I did another thing wrong. I think what would happen and would be very Amara is she would go to play it, but she would accidentally send it. <laughs> oh my God. So yeah, it's sent. Okay. So you send the message and um, all of you are kind of holding your breath, waiting to hear if there's anything back. And then every compad in the area automatically turns itself on and starts playing a news report. Um, it's the same uh, news person that was on the report before, uh, Lee Soo Young. He is still wearing the suit that he was wearing the last time he sent a message, the emergency government broadcast message. He He's loosened his tie a bit. His hair looks a little less, like, perfectly done. And you can see, like, the makeup on his face has started to matte a little bit and isn't looking nearly as perfect. Um, and he, he says... Uh, <clears throat> emergency planet-wide news broadcast to all people on any metropoli metropolitan area on Sean. Negotiations with the Jorhildian Empire have reached a stalemate. The fleet seems to have fired something into the upper atmosphere of the planet, focusing on five cities throughout the planetary government. As of yet, our scientists are unaware of what exactly they have released, and the Jorhildians have not informed us. Uh, it appears to be moving with the wind system, some kind of particulate, and then he brings up the like weather map. Uh, it looks like all of the like storm system, different colors moving, and he points to this green 
color that seems to be spreading from five different cities, one of which is Sean City, um, moving on different wind systems and says, we are currently not aware of what, if any, effects this has on the population of the cities. We encourage all citizens to stay inside and seal any air vents into or out of their habitats. Um, please take caution if you must leave your domicile. We will get back to you uh, with any updates. Uh, thank you and please try to stay calm. Um, and then he just looks past the, what you can tell is probably the prompt in front of him. And he's just like, and, and then they cut off the broadcast. And then that repeats again. And with that, we're going to go to break. Yeah. That's such a cliffhanger. <laughs> da, da, da. Um, thank you all so much for hanging with us for the first half of episode four of The Bystanders. We look forward to coming back to you with our protagonist's response to this new update and new problem. Um, it'll be a short five minute break. So stay in your seats and we'll see you soon. Welcome back to episode four of Table Stories with Bystanders. I'm so excited because we just got to introduce another lovely factor of the uh, Jorhildian siege, as it were. Um, last time, right before the break, we revealed that um, the Jorhildian ships in orbit have released something into the upper atmosphere of the planet of Sean. One of the cities that this was released over was Sean City, which all of you traveled from earlier in the series, which was where the cargo elevator had collapsed previously. And the message from the Cozartist broadcast, emergency broadcast, which showed up on all of your compads, including the one that you had just sent the video message on, um, it's now repeating. Um, giving the message to all of the citizens in the city and surrounding you. You can see um, some of the buildings um, which were, are still inhabited. Um, some of them go, the windows go fully opaque. Like there's some other people like going out into the streets, um, but it's not a ton of people. And at the moment, it's probably just some kind of panic um what do you do you still have the ambassador nearby you still have the atv um and you still have uh several members of your party uh back uh in the apartment or wherever tending to johnny's body um they've also probably gotten the message on their compads i know my first response would be son of a bitch yeah, I think I think we better go. I think we need to get to that ship if we're gonna try and get it. We gotta get out of here. We gotta go. I, I might. Are you guys okay getting the the car ready? Do we still want to do this? Maybe I'll go get Chandra and Racket. Yeah, and with that, Amara kind of just like grabs the ambassador and just like whips out like a piece of rope and ties his hands up and kind of shoves him into the vehicle. Okay. Uh, I think... LP will run back to the house. <laughs> okay. 
Um, you see that uh, Racket is outside, probably taking a, had been taking a break from whatever is going on inside, and he's staring at his compad and uh, kind of in shock. He hasn't really started moving yet. Kelpie, did you see this? Yeah, yeah, Racket, I, I did. We, we gotta go. What do, what do you Something. think? What do you think it is? I just... It, it doesn't look good. We didn't do anything to them. Why? I just don't understand anything that's going on. It's like the entire world has gone mad. I'm just waiting to wake up. Unfortunately, I don't think waking up is going to help anything, Racket. I think something much larger is a play, bigger than you and me your community here. I think it's, I think it's, this is interplanetary. This is huge and I don't want to be caught in the middle of it. I want the people I care about to be safe. All right, then you're right. We could just do what we can and is, try and, uh, try and get out of here. Is she um, okay? Uh, we, uh, we gave her a, a, sleep, a sleeping. She was going a little very loud. Um, we put her to bed for right now. Um, although I guess we'll have to. I, are we? Are we leaving? Do you did you do you know where the the ship is? Is is that still is that still the plan? Well, y- yeah, we we know where the ship is, and we told them that we're coming. I'm not so sure about how well the ambassador's gonna go along with things, but we need him to get on the ship. And if you and Chandra want to come along and whoever else, I think that's our only shot off this planet still. I mean... Okay, but... I mean, I gotta talk to my boys and... Make sure that all of them have, I mean, the opportunity to to go if if they want to. I mean, obviously we can't take everybody, but like, you know, Gelby, I don't just owe you. I can't just throw everything away. I know, Racket. Um, I need you as much as we need to get off this planet. Right. Okay. Well, do you know how long? I mean, they said on the on the picture, and he like motions it at you. Like they said, these little green things were over Sean City, but I don't know what they are or what they're doing or when they're gonna get to Tiver or. Racket, I think as soon as this Jorhildian ships off the planet, I think Tiver is gonna see it soon. I don't think they're playing nice. I think they have an issue with our planet and can the we, to control us. Can I hear her right now? No, she's gone back to the apartment unless you followed her. Yeah, just want to make sure. Mm. Um, no, you're right. It's probably no good after what happened in Sean City. It can't be. I mean, it's not fairy dust, right? If they, if they did something, then it's probably something bad. Yeah, I... I've kind of lost that kind of optimism. 
Uh, y'all are smart, right? Can you ask one of your friends? I don't know anything about anything, but surely there's got to be some way to figure out how long we got to get ready for all this, right? I'm how sure how I'm long we have sure. before we have to leave? Well, the the ship's taken off soon. We they are waiting for us, and they're losing their patience. And I fear they're going to leave without us if we don't head there now. So, like five minutes, or like an hour. I got to tell my boys and see if they want to tell their family. And I know that Jesse's got a little girl, and she's probably back back home. And that's like, I mean, like he could take the car, but it would still take like five ten minutes. Or, do we have time for that? Racket, I think. We do not have a lot of time. I think you need to choose who absolutely needs to get off. And then I swear to you, I will help you come back and try and save the rest of these people once we figure out what's happening. But we don't have time to tell everyone. We can't take everyone. We've got to save at least some of us and then maybe we can figure out how to stop this. All right. I mean, I'll just send a message and anyone who can get here can get here. I can't choose. I can't do that. You can't make me choose. I know. And then when we leave, we leave. I'll, um, I'll tell the boys to uh, take down the barricade so we can just drive out there. Um, we'll take as many cars as we got and, uh, we'll go. Um, are you and okay, then, Racket? Uh, like I said, I'm still hoping to wake up, and this is all just a horrible dream. Well, I hope when we get through this, then maybe I can, uh, maybe I can set up shop permanently with you and the boys and fix you guys up if any of you get broken at any point. I'll be glad to have you around, Gilby. And he looks like kind of like you see in his eyes this hopelessness that you hadn't seen before. Um, and he turns away from you and starts like messing with his compad and like messaging just like a general, um, I don't know, WhatsApp chat with all of his gang members <laughs> or whatever. Um, and the rest of you, uh, Amara has thrown the ambassador tied up into the car, um, but you and um, Cletus and Cubit and um, Gaius and um, Uskar are standing by the, the ATV and Gaius comes up to all of you and says, well, Cletus, I didn't expect that from you, but I have to say it worked. So are we leaving now? Yeah, we gotta go. The problem is, is I don't think anybody thought this through, but he oh. did say there's only six spots for us to get in there. Thought this through. Well, everything seems to have gone quite off the rails, but things being as they are, we still have, and he kind of like boot kicks one of the corpses that hasn't been dragged away. We still have five of the uniforms that were previously intact. They might be a little bloody, but we could still uh, disguise ourselves as members of the embassy staff and 
I'm certain. Then he motions to the car. I'm certain if he uh, is appropriately threatened, he won't say anything untoward. So, five of us. And he looks at Amara and uh, Cubit and Cletus and Uskar. And we just leave the rest, right? Noticeably, no. Saggy's and I mean, Gelpy is not here. Yeah. No, we're not <laughs> leaving without Gelpy. Amara is very offended. Much. She is very offended. Why don't we just leave you here? I'd like to see you try. I'm getting off this planet. She seems to have ties here, and she probably won't want to leave without that tall man and his stupid daughter. She's a bleeding heart. I've seen them before. She won't want to leave. Savara won't want to leave. You said we have to go now, so... And he starts, like... He goes over to one of the corpses and starts, like, unbuttoning their uniform. Well, then we have to go. So you're telling me we're going to put all these uniforms on? How else do you think we're supposed to get on that ship without them suspecting something? I, that's what I was asking you. I don't yes. know how we're going to do it. I'm asking you. That's what he suggested before. His staff Fine. would give up their spot on whatever shuttle. You said it's waiting for us, right? And he looks back at Amara. We're not leaving Gelpy, Gaius. Do whatever you want, but we're not leaving our people behind. And she, like, walks past him to go get Gelpy and uh, see what's going on with Racket. Well, just remember, Amara, the last thing he told us was there was only six spots. So even if we are, I mean, we're not leaving, obviously not leaving Gelpy, but what are we going to do to change this situation? How are we going to get all these people on that ship? And Amara, I think in this moment, she kind of has like a moment of pause where she's trying to like fix the problem and realizes she can't and not like towards Cletus, but like still kind of just like outward into space. She says, then we'll make more spots and keeps kind of like charging on towards Gelpie. Um, Is anyone else disrobing a corpse to get at the uniform? I start to. But okay. it's, a, it's a not very bloody one. It was the one that got hit in the head, so... Okay, yeah, sure. Like a lot less bloody. But I'm not doing the one that was on the right side of the car. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, as you'll remember, one of them got a massive hole burned in his stomach, so that uniform is mostly in tatters and probably won't be as useful. Although you could probably still take the pants. Uskar can put the pants on. <laughs> Uskar just pants, no shirt. Ah, it was damaged. <laughs> my shirt fell off in the wind. <laughs> it fell off because my muscles are so my big. muscles popped it off. <laughs> I don't know if Cubit would go for a uniform. I don't think that she would. Um... Are you, like, standing over a body and, like, hesitating? Or are you very pointedly just like, I'm not going to do that? Are you going to get your bag? I think I'm doing? kind of looking down at the body and realizing that this whole situation kind of came down to us having to fight for our lives, hmm. but not wanting to 
not wanting to be kind of left behind, so we kind of had to do what we had to do. So I'm having this moment of realization just sitting there. Just kind of not knowing what to do, but always wanting to protect the group. So I just, she's kind of just shocked, just looking, looking down. As you're standing over the body, Gaius just throws the uniform from the staff member that he disrobed at you, like on you, and said, if you don't have the balls to do it, I'll do it. But we're still getting off this planet and we might need you. Seeing what you've done with the engine before. Grab the uniform and kind of just hold it and look at it. I think I hold it with me and then I walk away to go get my bag from inside, but I don't, I don't help Gaius. Hmm. Uh, so Amara, you go back to where Gelpi was talking to Racket. Gelpi, are you, um, what are you doing? Are you trying to like help him gather people? Are you like getting your own stuff? Are you trying to find anything else or anyone else? Did you go upstairs to talk to Chandra? Can I interrupt really quick? Uh, Before you change scene right there, Mm. do we want to, do I want, I kind of thought this out in my head before I said this, but I was Mm. thinking, do I need to make some kind of a skill check or like an attempt to roll to get Gelpi or um, Gilbert to put that outfit on? Because we need her to be clothes dressed to go do work on the ship if need be so do i need to make that attempt um i think that uh if you wanted to have like an interpersonal conversation if she was like not feeling it and not wanting to engage with that like did you say you walked away to like go get your stuff or to go back to amara i don't remember that was uh, amara went back to gelby Mm-hmm. Hubit, did you where did where were you leaving to when we cut so that grab, off? Grab uh grab our bag. I think we left it behind the barricade or like that. Right. Area. But you still have the outfit in hand? Yeah, I'm walking I'm walking away with it, but I'm not kinda hesitant. But I'm okay. still walking back towards the barricade. I'll so she has one, you. yeah. Okay. I'm not like tossing it away. I'm just kind of in shock, I guess. Okay, so like if she decides that she doesn't want to do that, we can have that conversation later, but she's still obviously in the process of like figuring out exactly what's going on. Um, But Amara, you go back to Gelby. Gelby, you had gone into the apartment, you said? Yeah, I would have gone up to where Chandra was. And uh, so if they gave her a sleeping pill. Yeah, she's she's out. She's like, uh, because she was, you can tell that by the way, like you can see the tracks of tears on her face. And um, if you look around, there's probably um, Savara and one of the members of Racket's uh, gang that was in like a sniper position before. Um, They're both sitting at the dining table that has Johnny laid out on it. Um, his body has been cleaned and uh, his head wound like dressed to the best of her ability. You can tell that Savara probably used the rags that she tore from the captain's shirt um, in the ship. You see like little ruffles and maybe a bit of like gold thread from a epaulet. And um, they're both like sitting there uh, kind of I don't know if keeping watch is the right word, but keeping him company. Um, it's a uh, funerary ritual that you might be familiar with. Um, it's 
also very clear that like maybe something's out of place like the chairs will knock over or what have you but like there was obviously a a bit of a a, a tussle or something um that savara might have been involved in uh not savara uh Sandra might have been involved in before um but savara looks at you and then um nods and maybe makes room for you at the table if you wanted to sit down she probably there's no compad on the table so she might not know what's going on uh i'll sit down and uh, join her and while she's like kind of focused on this um i'll look in savara and say uh i know you want to save people and I know that you believe that you need to do it to be a part of the great work. But I don't think you're gonna be able to keep saving people with what's on the way, Savara. And I'll pull my compad out. Is it still re- repeating? Um, or is it done? It's yeah. It's it's still it's like an emergency broadcast channel. So now it's like a banner at the top of your screen, but you can pull it down or what have you. Um, it's still available to you. She like when you pull out her comp your compad, like she like puts your hands down and says, "Not here. We mustn't disturb him." And then like gets up and like walks a little bit away. What is it that you? Surely you haven't allowed Gaius to temper your mind. No, what the Jordhildians, Svara, they they mean to harm these people here on the planet. They're not trying to do good, and something bad is on the way. And trust me, I more than anyone want to try and save people too. But we we have to find our own way to contribute to the great work now. And it's not staying here. We need to get off. If this process were simple, uncomplicated, or without conflict, then it would have been accomplished hundreds of years ago by people much simpler than we. Part of the challenge set before us is to deal with formerly unimaginable suffering and to bring that up from that suffering and into the euphoria that is awaiting us after. Surely you know that many in the theocracy think that rebuilding Sean and constructing these cities and terraforming the planet is the great work that will release all of us. How are you going to help rebuild it if you die from whatever's coming? Do you know the future, Kelpie? No. Neither do I. So you mean to stay then? If leaving is abandoning these people, then yes, I mean to stay. Even if it means we could 
stop whatever the Jarhildians are doing, or we could try, or we could tell someone what they're doing. Maybe help other planets in the system. Perhaps your task and mine differ. I don't think that you are inherently... Well, cowardly. I don't think that of you. I know we all have our own reasons. Maybe my task is to stay and yours is to warn people. I believe that whatever you choose to do, you're doing what you think is right. This is what I have chosen to do. I did not want to leave Sean City behind and I will not leave Tyver behind. We can stop whatever's happening. And if anyone's going to help these people, I'm glad that someone is dedicated to the great work is here to help them. I'm sure that'll help Racket feel a little bit better, too. Just remember, Gilby, that sometimes the odds seem insurmountable merely because they are and that it is not our duty to surmount them, but instead to live through them and deal with the suffering and the tragedy and continue after. And then she just like pats your hand and she turns back to the body of Johnny on the table and she sits back down. I'll uh, head upstairs after that and allow her to just kind of stay with Johnny and I'll go try and prep Chandra for getting ready to leave. Okay, so you're still going to take Chandra? Yeah. All right, so um, you can probably, like, she's way out of it, but if you, like, move her, then she'll, like, drugged up, be like, huh? Um, so, so, like, Rat- you- Ratchet and his boys are staying? Uh, they, Ratchet sent, Racket sent out a message, um, to, like, anyone who could get here in time that they had to leave soon. Um, he was unwilling to be like, I'm gonna talk to you and you and not tell anybody else. So he told, like, the members of his neighborhood, and so you're gonna soon, like, anyone who's willing or who's brave enough, um, will probably roll up soon to, like, try to also leave, um... You haven't been informed that he like summoned people like this. Um, so you might not know that that happened yet or that there will be more people coming soon. Um, but uh, if we want to just move forward a little bit, uh, Gelpi with Chandra's bag, I don't know what she had in it, but probably not a ton like clothing and stuff and a very like bumbly like wisdom tooth drunk Chandra um comes stumbling down the stairs um I don't think anyone stopped you Amara uh you had also gone like maybe you 
uh, reach the apartment soon enough to give Galpia a bit of a hand in getting this uh, drugged up Chandra down the stairs. Um, the rest of you, Galpia and Amara, kind of like stumble up to the barricade, which two or three of um, Racket's gang are, are kind of like disassembling. And you see like some of the ground cars have been moved to be ready to go. It's going to take them a while, probably at least an hour to make a hole big enough to get vehicles out of. Um, and you still have the ATV in front of the barricades. Uh, has anyone been left to guard it so that the ambassador doesn't like wriggle out of his, um, ro the rope around his hands? I was just changing, so okay. Like, I just basically am standing right next to him. Okay, so the ambassador is in the just car. Change my clothes. Okay, so the ambassador is still in the car. Uskar, Gaius, and uh, Cletus. Uh, you see, um, oh, and Cubit. Um, you see Amara with Gelpi and um, Chandra coming up. You see, uh, Galpy, you see that they're wearing kind of put together uniforms, like messy, a little bloody uniforms of the staff that were on the ground. The bodies are now like somewhat like stacked or hidden um, a little bit away, maybe covered with a tarp. What? You guys felt the sudden need to change? We were merely going along with a plan, remember? We are to be the embassy staff. So we put on their outfit so that we could be their staff. Or did you forget that part of the plan? I mean, I kind of thought we were past trying to be pleasant about all this and be a part of the ambassadors, people that were coming, but that, that does make sense. Uskar is just wearing some pants and the shirt with the big hole in it. And he, like, hands you one of the other, like, kind of bloody but not, like, horribly messy uniforms. So we have Cletus is wearing one. Gaius is wearing one. Uh, Uskar is wearing one. He gave one to um, Galpi. Um, but, uh, oh, and he also, I think there's also one for Capitan, of course. Um, Chandra probably doesn't need one. Cubit already has one. So I think that's six, if I'm counting correctly. That was seven, I think. Oh, crap. No, it might have been six. Yeah, it was six. Yeah, six, yeah because okay. Uskar is wearing the one that had the giant hole in it. Yeah. I don't know if I'm counting correctly, but I refuse. It's okay. <laughs> I think you're close. Let's just call it close. Uh, uh, shall we go then? Let's get out of here. It's time to go. Well, Amara, Racket, and and his people. Can we leave the GPS signal behind? Cubit pipes up and. If our intention is to try and get on the ship with everyone believing we're the NBC staff and then a group of cars come from the city behind us. Don't you think that will give the plan a little bit away? That's true. 
Right. Do we have any idea how much time it's going to take for this hellstorm to reach where we are? You have the visual that was on the news broadcast, and you could attempt to figure out, like, the amount of time, but in the interest of not panicking the populace, it was not publicized. Like, you have an hour, and then everything's going to be, we don't know, because we don't know what it is. Right. I sort of look at Gelpie, and I say, if we can come back, we will come back. But right now, that's, that's honestly our best bet. Can we, I'm sorry. Can we bring Racket? If he's willing to come, I am more than willing to try to sneak him on. At this point, when we get there, I don't even know what the plan is. Belby, remember they told us that we could only get six people on the ship. Even if we tried to force all these people on the ship, we only have six people that they can account for. We're already overdoing that right now. We can't bring all of his friends, too. Yeah, that... That makes sense. I mean, I guess... I guess they'll still have... Savara. We can leave all our medical supplies, and then they can get in, like, a real tight room, and hope when we get back, they'll be okay. Yeah. Besides you all, Racket's really the only person that has ever been really nice to me on this planet. I've had to move to a lot of different planets, and he cares a lot about his people, and he's a good guy. But I think that Gaius looks over at Cletus and, uh, like, mouths behind uh, Gelpie's head, like, bleeding heart and like points at her, but like is behind her, like being like, what did I tell you? I rolled my eyes. Well, are we going or not? Did he respond to the video? I look at the compad. It basically does the like message red, but no message. <laughs> It ghosted us, man. So and so is so and so is typing. You're like, oh crap, he's saying something, but it's never coming. Well, let me let me call Racket real quick, or just go tell him. I, I told him to get get ready to go. Tell me, you remember that decision we had to make back at the ship, where we had to decide to come here for Rat Racket or go help the other city? Yeah. This is just like that. That's, this is a decision you're actually going to have to make right now. And if you want to bring him, you can bring him, like Captain said, but we can't bring his friends or we're all going to die. I know. Let me just... I'm sorry. Let me see if he wants to come. At least tell him. Let him know that we'll... Maybe we can help figure out what this is one day or something, but... Give him some hope. Can, I, can, just, come can back. I just go tell him real quick? Tell him we'll come back. 
But what if we can't, Cletus? I don't want to lie to him. I just want to give him some hope, though. I'm not I'm telling you to lie to him. I'm telling him, I'm telling you to tell him we'll come back if we can come back. Don't lie to him. I don't think that a Jorhildian ship is going to come back to this city and allow civilians on board merely because we say it should. If we intend to go on with this ruse, there's no coming back. And honestly, if I have to be, pretend to be an embassy staff member to get off this goddamn planet, I will. There's no time for tearful goodbyes. Guys, do you have a heart? You've been nothing but selfish this whole time. I'm sorry, but when our ship crash landed because something was shot at an entire city and I saw it burning behind us, I made the decision that I needed to get out of here and alive. I'm not willing to sacrifice my family and everyone I know to stay stranded on this fucking planet. Well, you gotta work with us to get off, too. And for the time being, we're your family as well, so... I'm not saying let's try and save everyone, I'm just saying let me say goodbye to my family here. No, that's okay, Gelpin, go ahead. Go ahead. You do what you gotta do. Just gotta hurry, because we gotta get going. Can you guys give me just a couple minutes? Sure, we'll, we'll all get in the vehicles. Amara, Cubit? Amara takes the opportunity to try to, like, give the Jorhildian, um, clothes to Gelpi. Mm. Uh, I think that Uskarard, like, handed, like, we have enough, I'm, like, I, holding him. I believe, because, uh, Cletus, Uskar is wearing the torn-up ones, Cubit, Gaius, um, Amara, and, Ga um, I don't even know, man. I'm looking at my hands, <laughs> okay. and I can't remember. <laughs> Is it six outfits plus it's, the torn up one? It's six outfits, including the torn up one. That, that would be it would be seven at this point then, if I'm correct. Because our full crew plus... Well, the ambassador and Chandra don't need outfits. Right. And then Uskar, Amara, Cletus, uh God, uh Cubit. Gelby. And then the other yeah, guy. And then Gaius. Gaius. That's six. 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 But she's doing this in an attempt to kind of like almost, I think, at this point, her relationship with Gelpi is Gelpi just saved her life. She revived her. Mm -hmm. um, she feels like she needs to do something for her. And mm -hmm. she, she realizes Racket is very important to her. Right. So take these, give them to Racket. We'll get him on. Oh, you're giving your clothes to him. Yes. Okay. Yes. Sorry, I didn't understand. Yeah, no, sorry. It was me not communicating it. Um, we'll figure out a way to get me on, but you matter to me, and that means your family matters to me. Amara... Our... Just go get him. Our... We gotta go. We're not leaving you behind any chance down that. So you get in that car. We'll figure that out. Okay. 
Yelpie's gonna run to the like just bolt off. Okay. Um, I'm assuming the rest of you are just like getting in the vehicle and putting your stuff in the car and etc. Um, so yeah. we follow Gelpie as she runs off. Um, are you carrying the additional uniform? Yeah, I'm probably okay. just like running with both of them in my arms. Okay. Tripping um, on the sleeves and stuff. So you get back to Racket, who is at this point talking to um, uh, a young man who you'd previously seen um, guarding the the barricade, um, who is like, he's holding his, his wife by the shoulders and she has their young three-year-old daughter, um, who's kind of just like tugging at her skirt and sucking on her thumb. Um, and Racket is talking to both of them when you come up and saying something about like, just take whatever you can. Um, if you have anyone else that can get here, just let them know. And uh, uh, we only have, I mean, as short amount of time as possible. We gotta leave. Oh, Gelpie, do you know how much time we have? Racket, I, I gotta, I gotta talk to you real quick. All right. Uh, hi. Uh, and I'm gonna turn to the couple there, and I'm gonna say, just, just one second, please. Rather, oh, sure. Can I talk you... to you over here? And uh, he just says something like, "Just go get your, just go get your ma," um, and then goes back to you and like steps away um, from like prying ears. Everyone's busy, so they're not really listening. What is it? Racket, we. We only have a limited amount of spots. Well, yeah, that car can only seat eight. So we got these cars and we're taking down the barricade. And if you just send us the, if you need to leave like now and figure out like how many spots are available, then just send us the coordinates and we'll be right after you. Yeah, Racket. I, I don't know how receptive they're going to be to the, the group there and I'm gonna kind of like hold up the uniforms they're gonna try and pretend that we're part of the embassy that we belong with with the ambassador and Chandra and I I don't know how receptive they're gonna be to civilians even even if we send you the coordinates and so that's how you're going to pay me back, huh? Give me a dead man's uniform and tell me to leave all my family behind. Racket, I want to save you. There's not any waking up from this, Skelpy. My son's already dead. I'm not going to leave everyone else I've ever known. Can't believe you'd ask me that. Thought I knew you better. I'm trying to do what's right, Racket. I'm trying to figure out what they're doing, and I want to help save more than just your people. I care about you, I care about Chandra, I care about my friends. But we can't save everyone. I know you think you're doing the right thing, but from here it looks like you're saving your own ass. Which is fine. 
go ahead, Gelpie, but I'm not. I'm not coming with you. I promise I'm gonna try and figure out how to come back, how to help after we get off and try and figure out what's going on. Sure. I'm, I'm sorry, Rack. Me too. And he just like turns away from you and goes back over to where Jesse and his wife and three-year-old daughter are standing by the car. Gelby will uh, sulk her way back to the to the car. You see uh, Gelby coming through the partially dismantled barricade with the two uniforms in her hand and no racket in sight as you guys are putting your stuff in the car and trying to arrange the ambassador so that he's not sitting on his hands. And Gelpy will uh, just walk up to whatever side of the car Amara's on and just hand her the uniform silently. Gelpy, where's Racket? He's not coming, Cletus. Why, why is he not coming? We got room for him. He's not going to leave his people behind. Stubborn. Tell him he's got to come. He has to come with us. Cletus, he's not going to. Whatever you may think about Rackett and his background and this crazy band of snipers and barricades and it, he's loyal and that's that's why I helped him in the first place. He's a good person and he's looking out for his his family. I can't blame him. We, we just gotta go. We're running out of time, and, and he's not coming. I'm so sorry, Gelby. Guys, if we actually get off the planet, we gotta help these people. We gotta stop the Jorhildians. This is horrible. I don't know what we can do. I mean, but... We gotta try, tell someone. Okay? We'll give it our best shot, I promise. Well, our, I guess our ride's waiting. We we gotta go, guys. And Gelpie will just kind of, like, wipe tears off of her face with the uniform and just start, like, pulling it onto her. Okay. Um, 
can I assume that uh, Amara is going to be driving? <laughs> what with being the pilot? Or are you like, nah, somebody else can take that? Nah, I, I will. Yes, I will drive. At least this one has wheels on the ground, right? <laughs> it's like good or bad? I don't know. I mean, it's uh, the crash will be a lot less devastating for sure. Um, so when you um, access the files, the um, distance between here and the place that you noticed that the ambassador had been going back and forth to is um, approximately like um, driving, going fast, probably around like a 30 minute drive. So you have that amount of time to just be like in the car uh, all squished together um, at the absolute maximum of people that fit in this vehicle. Um, is anyone talking or is it like a silent tense car ride? Do you have any plans? I would for like to, to I would like to say that at the very beginning of the ride that there would be a general interest of conversation but after what we just saw and what we've been through, I feel like a few of us might be in a little bit of a bull right now because we're actually finally having, you know, taking a breath. Mm. But I would say it like at a halfway point or knowing that we're getting closer, if this is like a traveling moment, mm. there would probably be a point where we were going to have to figure out what the fuck we're about to do. Mm. So does Cletus bring that up being like, so what are we going to do, guys? Or um, yeah, so this would be like, so guys, we, we got the car, got all of us here. What are we supposed to do when we get there? Amara's like frantically, is there like a radio or like some? Um, I assume that it's, uh, for the most part, it's like a super high-tech vehicle that we have right now, like a Tesla, probably. It's got like a massive, like it's got the wheel, it's got tires on the ground, and then it has like a massive screen that is like a larger version of the compad that you can look stuff up on or like fiddle around with. You know, it's got the warmers. It's pretty much like just like high-tech and like Earth technology in terms of like a vehicle. It's a little bumpy, but it'll get you from point A to point B. Is an all-terrain vehicle, so it's not like a luxury car. Yeah, so I would say Mara's kind of just like she's sitting, driving, one hand on the wheel, one hand like switching through, trying to find something to put on to avoid this question that she knows she doesn't have an answer to. You put on like a, a music station that for some reason is still playing with like intermittent emergency broadcasts interrupting it, and it's like a sounds like a '50s crooner music, but in the native tongue of the planet of Cozardisk. So it's like in a different language that you, Gelby definitely knows because she at least like was there before, but I don't know if the rest of you are familiar with that language. <laughs> Amara starts like awkwardly trying to nod her head to the beat. Just avoiding the question that Cletus asked entirely. Entirely, completely. Did anybody hear me? What are we going like, to do? I like turn it up. <laughs> Gaius from the back is like, well, am I to take the lead again? And Uskar says something about Captain Amara. 
Capitan, right? And then um, Gaia says, one or another of us is going to have to make sure the ambassador doesn't give the game away. And he like probably is sitting next to the ambassador and like pokes him in the side with his elbow while this music is just like blaring. No, nobody. I think my ever. main, I think my main goal is to make sure you guys are safe. I will do what I can to protect you guys. I'm not very good at shooting, but I'll do what I can to protect you guys. But I really am going to need you guys' help figuring out how we get on that ship. Cupid or Gelpie, do you have anything to say in this moment? <laughs> Gelpie will have been like pretty, pretty like emotional and quiet for this ride, but uh, when Cletus says like that he'll do anything to protect, Gelpie will kind of chime up and say, I guess we're all family here and we're gonna get, we're gonna get off. And I guess we're we're here with this ambassador, and I'll like turn to the ambassador and say, "Are you are you gonna play nice with us? Are you going to shoot me in the knee? If you don't play nice with us, then I suppose the answer is yes." And his daughter is like asleep on his like shoulder, like totally knocked out. Well, Capitan. Sounds like he's gonna play nice with us or we shoot him. What's the plan, Captain? <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, we get there and we get the ship. I don't know, guys. Easy, easy right? <laughs> it all comes down to this ambassador keeping his word. If he doesn't do that, we're fucked. The the music goes on and the car ride goes on for a little bit longer. And when you're probably within 10 minutes of reaching your destination, you start to see um, an odd colored cloud um, in the distance coming at you fairly quickly. Um, and it's definitely like in between like you and where you're going. Like it's it's coming from the direction of the place that you're going to and it's coming fairly quickly and you can start to see the winds pick up um moving past you moving past the vehicle and there's this just massive cloud it looks like fog but the second you see it you realize that it's probably whatever the Jorhildians released into the atmosphere coming in a wave and fairly quickly Captain. <laughs> yep. Do you see what's in front of us? Yep. That doesn't look good. Yep. <clears throat> Have they said anything on the radio about what it is? I'll uh, turn my pad on it's the same broadcast it hasn't updated yeah 
Cubit? Re remember back when our ship blew up and all that stuff went down and you found that secret message? I nod to Gelpy while I'm pulling up my shirt over my mouth. It's Do you kind think of like... you could try again? Oh, to see if there's any kind of like secret broadcast that's like yeah. being transmitted? Yeah. From like the Jorhildians to the other Jorhildians on the planet. Hmm. I look at her and I look at the compad and I look at the cloud. Yeah, give me that. Give, give me a second. I pull out my compad and try to like. Um, because you previously succeeded on like having access to those like like broadband signals or whatever on your own compad, mm -hmm. you still have that unlocked. Um, if you check it again, it's any information that's being transmitted on this uh, feed is um, encoded. Um, you would notice that it's been fairly sparse um, since the like everyone evacuate statement. Um, it's not like a bunch of people are talking over each other. Uh, you don't necessarily have a history of everything that's been broadcast because it's a live feed and it's not saved. Um, but you like, I mean, it's totally feasible that you would have been like noticing if any messages came in on any wave on your compad, right? And because you had already unlocked it, like you would have noticed any messages that were like broadcast over this one. Um, I feel like you can make a roll for me, um, in terms of like, just seeing if you can find any anything that's been uh, broadcast that's not like obviously available. Mm -hmm. um, but for the most part, the the signal that was a wide signal was just everyone get off and anything else would have been like ship to ship communication or person to person communication. And that wouldn't have been on like a widespread radio channel, right? Yeah. Instead of using my compad, would I be able to use the ambassadors since that would maybe be? Um, you would get what has been like sent directly to him. And um, I would say that it's entirely feasible. And because like you've already like cracked it before you got the 14, um, it's entirely feasible that there's a message to the ambassador from the general and it just has like an amount of time ticking down on it. It's like a time clock, like you have this amount of time and being terse is like early within, like if you scroll back and look at the messages that have been sent, being terse is, is within his general attitude. So you can probably assume that you made the right move and fixed your mistake. Um, but you notice that like 10 minutes away to get to the shuttle and that's when the clock is ticking down to it's not exact but like you should be able to get there in time but in between you and the shuttle there is this cloud that's coming upon you and while she's like fiddling with the the, the compad i uh with all of the chaos that i'm realizing is coming in the cloud and my like slight bit of panic starts to and take over me. I reach into my coat to grab that last little bit of whiskey to like make myself feel better. And I realized that I took my coat off to put on the oh. coat. <laughs> the and, I real 
Yeah, and then I realized a second time that I left the napkin in the other coat. Oh no. So I've, I don't have that either anymore. So I completely go into like a kind of a sad days that I lost everything that I left it all in that coat. Do you say anything or are you just like grabbing at your chest and then looking like... The only person I would say anything to right now would be Uskar, and it right. just wouldn't be beneficial right now to create that. No, that makes sense. Indication. So he would be the only one that understands it. Right. So you just see, um, like, it's pretty close quarters in the vehicle. So everyone's kind of looking at this massive wave. And um, Gaius was asking, like, do we know what it is? And there's no information. You don't have any extra information. You, Qubit, like, accessing the Ambassador's Compad would know that, like, if you can get there, you appear to be, like, on the schedule set for you by the General. Um, but there's no information about, like, what this cloud is or what it's going to um, and uh, Cletus just looks a little bit like in shock. Are you still heading straight for the cloud, Amara, or? Uh, Amara's like, Amara's sweating, and you could tell that like the the speed at which the vehicle is going is both increasing and decreasing drastically as she like isn't paying attention. Like you're, you're like making, you're like, oh no, I need to slow down. Oh no, I need yeah. to pass. Okay. Yeah, like she is very much in limbo with what to do. Um, is Gelpy right next to me or is she like in the back? I mean, she could be. There's, I don't, we haven't right. said where anyone's sitting except for like oh, Gaius is next to the ambassador. Yeah. I kind of like look at Gelpy and as I have in the past, ask her, um, what do we do? Should I keep going? What do we do, Captain? I'm just kidding. <laughs> what do we do, real Captain? <laughs> I think Cubit at this point just kind of holds up the compad and is like, well, whatever we do, we have this much time to do it. And um, Amara, you would know like that's about as much time it would take you to like at your current pace, get to the landing pad or whatever you think it is, the fort, the shuttle, the ship. Supposedly. I think you've got to step on it, Amara. And immediately she does. There's no hesitation. Okay, so here's what happens. You floor you it. Like... You floor it towards <laughs> this. <laughs> you floor it towards this cloud. And as you're getting closer, you can see that what looked like one wall of fog is actually like separating as you get closer into visibly like a ton of tiny drones um and all of them are releasing a, a mist onto like the ground onto into the air and you notice that the the ground is still the like red parched rocky landscape but all of the plants and um sparse foliage that gelpie you had um gone through earlier in order to get um like herbs and medicinal stuff the ones that uskar had gotten to make a fire all of them are immediately as soon as this like wall of fog touches them 
drying up and shriveling up and turning into this awful like black sludge and just collapsing onto the ground. It's not affecting the rocks and it's not affecting the road, but it appears that any living thing that's out in this mist is just turning into like nothing. And as you get closer um, and the mist starts to touch the car, um, just like bits and pieces that are being sprayed from what you now see are like drones. Um, the car, the metal is fine. It doesn't appear that anything is happening happening to the metal. Like where it touches the glass, it slides off with like water. Um, but you feel that the stability of the vehicle starts to shake a little bit. Do you continue? You just gunning it? Close the vent. Am I okay? Question is, how far are we at this point from the ship? Um, when you go to when you get to the um, like, can we see it? The wall, you can't see it because the mist is like filling the air, and there's a bunch of drones. It's definitely like reduced visibility a ton. Um, but you're within probably like seven minutes when you hit the outside of the fog. And you start to feel the, the car shake a little bit. I'm assuming at this point, everyone's You can absolutely panic. have closed the vents. Yes, yeah. that's the thing that like you could have done. There's panic right now in the car. It has to be, because, yeah. I, yeah, my... I think she would. She would just gun it even further. Um, You continue. Maybe you knock one of the drones aside and immediately goes back into whatever formation it's in and like you're hitting a few more and then you feel the tires pop and you're just driving on the rims and you feel like the sparks and all of a sudden this vehicle is like completely unmanageable. Um, and if you, if you want to continue into the fog just on the rims, you're definitely going to have to make a roll for me. We can't get out, guys. I have to keep we, going. We have to keep going. You have to keep going. We don't have an option right now. Yeah, so as I kind of feel the tires pop, I have both hands on the wheels. I'm trying to, you know, control it. Mm -hmm. Spin out. But okay. maintain the speed at which I'm going. Um, so... Just for clarification, I'm assuming it being this is a highly technical car, it's not vents that we closed yet. We probably cut off all outside air. So our yeah. oxygen is controlled. Yeah, it's, like, it's, it's, you're not in danger if you like, you made the point that you took care of that and you're not in danger of like breathing in whatever it is outside until you exit the vehicle. I'm not gonna okay. do that Just to making you. sure. Yeah, don't worry about it. Um, I want from you, Amara, a um, dexterity and pilot role to accurately navigate a uh, ATV that's running on rims now. Yeah. Okay, where's my pilot at? Oh, it's in the positive ones. Right. I know how to do this. Okay. Ostensibly. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> Did you take more skills in pilot? Yeah, 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 yeah. Ah, see, it's gonna, it's gonna be just fine. It's gonna be fine. It's gonna be all right. Everything's fine. Okay, here we go. 
Ooh. Ooh. Um, so you're wrestling with the wheel. That was a six, by the way. Oh yeah, sorry, that was a six. Uh, you're wrestling with the wheel and trying like you feel it like pulling you one way and then another. Um, and like all of a sudden, almost without you like realizing what's happening, the um one of the wheels like must have like roll it run over something and there's a jerk like the right side of the car like jerks up and just instinctively you like turn and run the car off the road and into a rock um the front of the car slams into the rock the um padding or air padding the airbags uh, explode in the front and on the sides of the vehicle um everyone's fine you're not damaged but the car like you can see is um basically like an accordion in the front like crunched around this rock and there's definitely like it's hard to see in the fog but there's definitely steam coming up from the engine and a six was not enough, is what I'm saying. I'm I was gonna ask like, if she could re-roll, but Jesus. I used my re-roll, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Amara just like lays her head on the steering wheel and whispers, uh, I was just a bus driver. Kinda just like but you're our bus driver now. We'll be fine. It's fine. It's, it's, we'll find a way, Amara. It's fine. The qubit, you see that the clock on the um, compad is at six minutes. I pick up the compad and I'm like, well, guys, we still have a little bit of time, but we got to do it. We got to do it now. We got to think of something. Are there any provisions? Do we have masks? What's in, what's in our health, health packs? I mean, how packs? is a mask going to help us if it's destroying everything? We got to try. It's just gonna kill us. It's just gonna get on our body and kill us. I mean, if we don't. Unless you have like a super huge ship we can pull out of our pocket, like, what are we gonna do? I think Cubit looks over tomorrow and is like, you got that. You got that suit. Yeah, I was, I was thinking that. We, okay, out of character, we established that that suit only is for me, right? It yes. You cannot project it onto other people, no. Okay, okay. So. <sighs> Can you turn it into an umbrella? I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm thinking, guys, I'm back in character. I'm thinking maybe I can put it on and try to make it to the ship and come get you. That's our best bet right now. I don't... Yeah, I guess that would be our only option. Do we, do we just stay in the car? Probably that's the best idea here. Is there any broken window? What? She's going to have to get out. Doesn't that open the door? Yes, that would open the door. You're correct. That's not good for us. And I can't do any repairs to the to the vehicle while we're inside of it. Not while you're inside, no. Mm-hmm. Can you talk her through it? No, the car's an accordion right now. Well, and like you said, she would have to get out of the car. Yeah. Are there? You said there are drones. Yes, they appear to be spraying whatever this is. Yeah. Can we try to hack one of the drones? Or Or a bubble around the car? Can we contact the people back at the ship and try to get them to bring the ship to us? You could try. I still have that. So. 
I'm holding the compad of the ambassador. Are we doing this via video or text? <laughs> kind of in a pickle here. Um, it shows uh, five minutes on the countdown. Um, Gaius, who is sitting in the back with the ambassador, who appears to be kind of freaked out, like he doesn't look like he knew that this was happening. Um, he just grabs for the compad and he like just pulls it toward him like he doesn't take it out of your hands cubit he like pulls it toward him and he's like is this is this how much time we have it looks like it i'm getting out of here i'm not gonna be left behind this stupid planet and he goes to open the door does anyone stop him no no don't open that door you're gonna kill us all i think cubit kind of like drop like just like lets go of the the tablet and starts to reach for either his hand or the door whichever i can reach okay um let's make a uh opposed check so what we're gonna do is um yeah whoever has the highest uh, score wins okay so it's gonna be yeah exert and exert and dexterity to be like faster than him and it's gonna be uh if you want to talk him down um you don't have very long though so i would say that there's probably not enough time for that um and he's gonna roll exert in strength to just kind of try and bust through okay i think i'm just gonna quickly no no words just do okay all right so exert and dexterity to get there faster than him yeah all right i'm rolling i think i had i rolled a four Oh, good. Let me just see if he gets less than a four. Okay. The suspense. <gasps> oh my god! He got a three! Holy shit, he rolled two ones. Everyone's panicking. <laughs> so the clock on the compad, on the ambassador's compad, says five minutes. Gaius yells out like, I don't care what you want. I'm just going to get the fuck out of here and goes to just reach for the door. But Cubit just like slams her arm down on the lock button and just holds it while Gaius like kind of panicking his eyes wide. It's just wrenching at the door trying to get it open and that's where we will leave the episode for tonight <laughs> no. good god <laughs> what have you done to us i i just you know make problems for you to figure out that's all <laughs> you are ruthless and i love it <laughs> doing this with guys in the back of the seat yeah. like no, no, you just stop, stop. I, I have the battles in the cars today, like the ambassador. Yes, yeah, this is the second time that you've tried to lock the door against somebody that wanted to get in. <laughs> um, I'm just the the happiest that um, we got to do some more piloting for Amara. Uh, I'm just. I wanted to. I wanted to say out loud. Comeback. Why are you here, by the way? No, I'm just. Kidding waiting for that comeback um where she's just gonna like manage to be the best pilot in the world but i feel like you really need to just go hard on the on the hacking because that seems to be where your skills really lie just hack my way also, into like, being a good pilot 
that are also the like thing. super human fighting is probably yeah. you know that's, my, yeah. that's where my use is at really you're real good at that <laughs> Well, I am mostly excited to see how our missing member Jay deals with everything that happened this episode. And I, I'm really excited for Uskar to be back. It was, uh, I mean, it's always a bummer when someone has to miss an episode, but I know that Capitan was definitely said at least a few times. Um, so please uh, wish Jay all the well wishes and getting better um, and not having migraines anymore fingers crossed that that gets solved before the next episode but meanwhile everyone else is doing really cool things on the internet so um let's start with our favorite capitan herself todriel where can people find you and what are you doing this week hey um yeah you can find me twitch.tv forward slash todriel i play a lot of rainbow six siege and i play god of war we're playing god of war right now so if you want to catch me doing that um, i'll be doing that on saturday uh yeah that's what i'm up to um i also don't think i've taken the time to really say thanks for having me on here so thank you for i guess having me and thank you to the group for well i don't know if i should be thanking you for calling me your captain (laughs) (laughs) that was the play guys (laughs) no but seriously thanks for uh for having me and uh, jay get better I feel like I'm going to meme the shit out of Captain. What are we going to do now? <laughs> you just well, turn your headphones up. <laughs> well, Cletus, you can go next then. Where are you going to meme the shit out of the rest of our beautiful um, viewers? Where can they find you this week? Uh, Twitch.tv slash Cletus Buford. I just started up a community uh, Minecraft server and we're building awesome things. I also have a project in the works with Petrato coming soon where I'll be doing a Minecraft show. So Oh that's amazing. Really that's excited so for that. Fun. Is that gonna be on your Twitch channel as well? It will. Awesome. Very, very cool. Things to look forward to. Uh Cubit, who's been fighting over door locks all episode. Where can people find you? you and I hope you won't me. lock them out of there. You can find me fighting all those door locks. Uh I am you can find me here on Twitch at twitch.tv slash callmestarbuck. I also play a little siege. Uh, lately, we've dived into the Monster Hunter DLC, uh, Iceborne. So that's that's been a good awesome. time. Very, very fun. And last but certainly not least, I'm so happy to say that you're the first player I've ever made cry, uh, Sagittarius. So, uh, you yeah. know, <laughs> ruthless did. blue jay. You did amazing. <laughs> It was so I'm not good. gonna lie, I actually cried too. So ah, too, I got two. You made me Sick. cry as well. Nice, 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 nice. I was well, very I'm, protective of it. I'm, I'm really, I'm really happy to have been able to, with the help of all of you, make such wonderful stories. But where can people find you this week, and what are you up to aside from being real cute all the time? Such a cool. Uh, well, thank you. But uh, I'm I'm Saggy. I almost like went into Gelpy mode there. Uh, I'm I'm Saggy. I am a creative streamer. Uh, I get real emotional and draw space babes late at night. So no schedule right now. But if you can't sleep, chances are I'm probably streaming. So uh, <laughs> Twitch.tv/slash Sagittari. Very, very cool. Well, um, you can find me, Evil Space Master Blue Jay, um, on uh, Twitter at Blue Jay underscore 712. I am also hopefully going to be on Twitch this weekend, um, but this week has been the freaking busiest. I had four role playing shows this week and one tomorrow. So fingers crossed I can get done with all that and finally get back to doing my, reg- my regular job. 
Um, I'm looking forward to all of that and I'm looking forward to the next episode. I'm looking forward to Jay being back and thank you so much to Wax Steven who gratefully did the production on this episode. You're great. And thank you, Wack. Thank you, Wack. And uh, we'll see you all next week at 4.30 p.m. Pacific time, 7.30 p.m. Eastern for another episode of The Bystanders here on Table Story. Mm-hmm.